Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Red Hot Comic Book Movie News. Mason, because it's your birthday, I thought you could do the intro as a special birthday treat. Why would that be? A, why would that be? A, hey, everybody! <laughs> <sighs> Welcome to yet another episode of the Weekly Planet. Something about comicbookmovie.com. Great. The official podcast. Great. Yep. I'm James, junior editor <laughs> of the thing. The eps- I'm not. I'm Nick Mason. I'm the guy. I'm the other guy in the podcast. <laughs> Well done. Thank you. That was incredible. Yeah. You didn't think that was a burden? Like, that was a gift. It wasn't supposed to be a burden. Oh, no. It definitely felt like a gift. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and you baked me this cake. I did. Oh, this podcast cake that exists only in the theater of the mind. Thank you. I'll treasure it for the next hour and a bit. Absolutely. Mm. So, yeah. Happy birthday. Thank Have you. a good day? It's been pretty good. All right. Well, let's hope it gets even better. Plenty of Facebook notifications, and that's when you know you really love Exactly. You know? Did anyone call you? Are you sure? Come on. Call me an idiot. <laughs> okay. Multiple right. times. Sweet. Well, maybe Mason, I can sing you happy birthday. No, we can't afford that. <laughs> oh, They're yeah. very litigious, those people. You can't You can't sing the happy birthday song. Oh, well. Yeah, don't tough, do it. Tough luck. Isn't it, though? Yeah. All right. Well, let's get straight down into the news, then. Do you okay. want to do the news because it's your birthday? <laughs> no, you, I don't, you have the news written down. I don't have the news written down. <laughs> you don't I take don't, gifts well, do you? Not at all, no. <laughs> Also, the, also, new listeners have no idea what's going on at this point. Good point. Do you want to do an actual intro? Sure. This, everybody, is the official podcast of comicbookmovie.com. My name is James, junior editor at that website. With me, as always, my co-host, Nick Mason. Hey, everyone. It's my birthday. <laughs> Perfect. All right. So, Mason. Yes? Batman vs. Superman has been retitled, officially. Mm-hmm. Yep. Batman v. Superman, Dawn of Justice. Great. Really? Not, well, it's something, isn't it? Is it long enough? It's some words. Yes, it is. Uh, well, nobody's going to call it that, are they? They're no. going to call it Batman vs. Superman. Well, that's right, exactly. Yep. Do, do, do you prefer it to Batman vs. Superman? No. I thought you'd Certainly be... not. Okay, cool. I thought you'd be more outraged, but you seem just indifferent. Oh, well, I've had some time to adjust. Okay. That so happened yeah. early in the week. That's a good it? point. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, we are recording this on a Sunday night. So, yeah, it's been... Nobody probably even cares about this anymore. Right, yeah. Everybody's moved on. <laughs> yep. But look, the internet was not happy with this. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know if you noticed. I mean, if the movie's great, it, it won't, um, obviously it won't really matter. It's still, uh-huh. it's still a, a very kind of convoluted title. But at the same time, Captain America, the first Avenger, 
and then it led into Avengers. Yeah. The same model, right? They're yeah, gonna yeah do fair point. Dawn of Justice into Justice League. But you've got you've got three things going on there. You've got Batman. Well, first yes. of all, it's a Superman sequel. But you've got Batman and Superman and like like a Justice League Begins kind of subtitle. Uh-huh. I mean, as somebody else suggested... Why not Some just... sort of time of day is involved as well. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. We why thought not... it was going to be night, but it's dawn. <laughs> why not just Batman, Superman, um, World's Finest? As we know, I've been pushing for Batman and Superman. They fight for a while and then they're mates. <laughs> But that'll never happen. So whatever, Dawn of Justice is fine. Sure. Okay. Good as any. Now, uh, there's a few. Uh, I've got a few Twitter reactions here. Some uh-huh. of the best of the web. Not the best, just some that I kind of found on a web page. So right. <laughs> this is from Sad Riddler. He uh-huh. says, "Riddle me this: Why is the new Batman title so terrible?" Now, okay, that's great. <laughs> sure. By great, I mean okay. That's fine. Yeah, did you go through the rest of his tweets? No. Is he just the Riddler, but he says sad things? I, it's it's just sad Riddler at Sad Riddler. Okay. Because I'm wondering if that's his gimmick, like he's, oh, he's okay. the Riddler, but he's all, riddle me this, why don't my grandkids talk to me anymore, you know? It's just sad re- revelations it's, from his uh, life. It's, it's the Riddler actor from the 60s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just yeah. upset. Yep. Um, Ethan Anderton said, says, world's finest, Batman vs. Superman would have been a better title. Oh, there you go. But this Game Gear title is what we get. Huh. Referencing the 90s Sega handheld system. Absolutely, the sure. The Sega Game Gear. Uh, the Batman, you know the Batman, or the goddamn Batman, that guy. Oh, sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. He says, runner-up was Batman vs. Superman, Dawn of Superman's long hospital stay. Okay, good. Right? Yep. Ryan McGee says, Superman v. Batman x Tekken. Okay, clever. Yep. Just add another one. That's uh, here's another one. Uh, Aquaman v. Submariner, Wave of Integrity. It's pretty good. Pretty I would, good. I would sort of, yeah. And Matt Singer says... That's an SNL sketch right yeah, there, I think. Absolutely. Maybe a Funny or Die It's probably a Funny or Die Yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Or maybe a Robot Chicken. Yep. Or uh, Matt Singer says, if there's anyone alive called Dawn Justice, her day just got significantly shittier. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. There you go. Fantastic. Well, I guess that, that is what it is. It's, it's officially now something. Yep. Mm. How many? How long to go until it's out? Uh, like May 2016. So a year, great. No, no, May 27th. No. The 2016. Two years. Hmm. So, yeah. Ugh. But as someone pointed out, the first photo of Superman apparently appeared two years before in Man of Steel. Uh-huh. So I can't remember who sent me that. But yeah, um, Josh Zingman ri- written in again, friend of the show. Zingman! Zingman, yeah. He's, uh, he's noticing like a pattern in titles, and I agree with him. But start off with like Dark or Darkness, like uh-huh. The Dark Knight, Star Trek Into Darkness, Thor The Dark World. And then you've also got like Rise of the Planet of the Apes, G.I. Joe, Rise of Cobra. And now everything's Dawn of This or Age of That. Interesting. So that, that's the new thing, I guess. Huh, okay. Mm. Well, that's the, there's there's a lot of weird, trendy trending stuff happens. Like for if if you look up movie posters that are blue and orange, yeah, there's literally hundreds of yep. them. Like there's a sort of a slice in the middle, and half of it's blue and half is yeah, orange. Absolutely. Like, so I guess these things go in stages. Isn't the isn't the trick for movie posters you got to pick uh, two colors on the opposite side of the color wheel or something? Yeah, isn't I think that that's true. Yeah. And yeah. currently we're up to <laughs> blue and orange. Yeah, orange, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. Well, a lot of the X-Men are Days of Future Past posters are, are that. So, you know, yeah, yeah. it is what it is. You got something there? You got something sweet? No. Okay. Just scrolling through my Twitter feed. <laughs> okay. Hey, everybody cool. on Twitter. <laughs> now, uh, bad news. Oh. Sad news, Mason, for the uh, Ant-Man movie, which is due out uh, sometime late-ish next year. Uh-huh. August, I want to say. Maybe. No, July. Who's to say? It's been thrown in a turmoil. Sure. Uh, Edgar Wright has left Ant-Man, apparently amicably, mm-hmm. but there was creative differences between himself and Marvel. Um, E.H. Von Bronstein, you, you know him, he's on the Twitter. He's uh-huh, sure, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, He said he's, he's upset 
as most are. Understandably. Yeah, after, you know, months and months of build-up. Not even months, like years. Yeah, this yeah. has been coming since 2006. Yeah. This was supposed to be one of the first... And this is, in many, this is kind of Edgar Wright's sort of pet project. Yeah. Like, it's the one he wanted to do. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And now to see it just, like, pull the plug at this very kind of late in the game. Joss Whedon showed his support. He was holding, holding a Holding up a Cornetto in, yep, in yep. reference uh, to the Cornetto trilogy, sure. James Gunn responded and said that it was like seeing a couple break up that you like, but you know they're not meant to be together kind of thing. Okay, sure. So, look, I, I know, and he's basically saying that, look, people are inclined to take sides or whatever, but maybe just sometimes these things just don't work out. Right. And no one's to blame. But who is to blame in this case? Wow, that's a good yeah. question. Let's pick a side. Because, I mean, like, I have a lot of faith in Marvel's output just generally. Yeah. I feel that if... One thing that I think is maybe underrated with Edgar Wright is his, his cinematography, especially his fight cinematography, Absolutely. is amazing. Yeah. And I think if he wanted... I don't think they would. he would say, look, I want to do these things with the character. Yeah. Like, cinematography-wise, they wouldn't have said no. Mm. Like, And I, I think that he would have sort of brought it to the next level. Yeah. Like, I really enjoyed the fight sequences in Captain America 2. Yeah, me too. And yeah. I think he would have really sort of... You yeah, know, nailed that. Well, the, yeah. the bathroom fight scene from... Um, the World's End, yeah. The World's End is incredible. That's incredible, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And out of nowhere, too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I find it hard to understand that they can't... They couldn't reach an amicable kind of yeah, yeah. point on this film, especially considering... Apparently, Marvel and Joss Whedon in particular encouraged uh, what's his name, the guy who's doing Guardians of the Galaxy, James Gunn, yep. to make Guardians of the Galaxy more James Gunnish. Right, right. You know right. what I mean? Yeah, and yeah. yet, this wasn't the case for Ant Man. Maybe it came down to he didn't want to tie it as much into the continuity because a lot of the time, you know, they force certain aspects into a film. Mm. I know Thor: The Dark World's post-credit scene wasn't directed by Alan Taylor. That was directed by James Gunn. You know, the one yep. with the the collector, yeah. the collector, and whatever. Yeah. So maybe it's got something to do with that. I don't know. It, it, because I think Ant-Man wasn't even supposed to be initially connected to anything. It was just like... Oh, just a standalone. Film. Okay. Yeah. Because, hmm. I mean, initially Iron Man's not connected to anything. It's just... Iron Man was a standalone film, initially. Yeah. Well, you see, that turned out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even know what that means. <laughs> you know what the worst part is, though? We're never going to stop hearing about this. That's very about true. About this potential... About what it could be. And, yeah. About who, you know... Oh, uh, yeah, how the plot was going to work out and I mean is amazing it, twists that's and it. turns. I yeah. mean it's probably still gonna turn out pretty great. I'm hoping it is. Uh-huh. But it's like, you know, the third X Men movie that was never made. Right. The that, that was, but Brian Singer was supposed to make make it. No, like, it was never made. Never made. Yeah. It's like any project that, you know, people are clamoring to see. Yeah. It's George Miller's Justice. Like that League Indiana and, Jones four that was never made. Yeah. You know? <laughs> all those all the greats. That's it, all the greats. So yeah, I mean, Those Star Wars prequels that were never made. Oh, if only. Wonder what that, you know. That there was. Where they did made Darth Vader come from? They made that really good Darth Maul scene, but that's all they shot. Yeah, do you remember weird, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bizarre. So yeah, and that's a shame, and because like Edgar Wright from that point could probably just write his own ticket in Hollywood. Like yeah. he could just do anything he wanted. After yeah, that, surely that's it. Mm-hmm. Or at the same time, maybe he'd be wedded to Marvel movies forever. Yeah, like I mean, maybe Joss Whedon is. Went to Marvel movies forever at this point. That's exactly it, yeah. Mm. It was a beautiful ceremony. <laughs> the Hulk officiated. Yes, right. Stanley was best man. Oh, of course he was. He didn't know what was going on. Yeah. All right, uh, that's not the only... Um, I love Stanley. Mm. I don't mean to... T- I shouldn't take a dig at Stanley, should yeah. I? Is that not cool? Yeah, he might die at any moment, so don't. <laughs> we want to meet him before he dies, right? So Yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, Drew Goddard, Mason. Mm-hmm. Uh, he... Uh, worked on many things, including The Cabin in the Woods. He was the director for that. He was the showrunner as well for Marvel's Netflix Daredevil series. Mm. He's now left to direct the uh, Sinister Six movie. Which of those two would you rather see him do? Uh, 
Who was he taking over from Sinister Six? Anyone? No, that was he was always just doing it. Oh, okay. He just is. Like it was announced and then it was announced that he was doing it. Right. Ah, uh, if I can only pick one? Yeah. Daredevil. Me too. Mm. And it's a TV series. Interesting yeah, yeah. that you would say that. Hmm. I remember replaced by... Oh, by the way, this is another thing where it was amicable amicable and whatever. It just kind of played out this way. Seems a bit suspicious that Doesn't there's been it? two amicable releases <laughs> in the last week. Right? Yeah, that's it. He was replaced by uh, Stephen S. DeKnight. Now, he's uh, worked on uh, Buffy, Angel, Spartacus. So, he's the new Daredevil showrunner. Hmm. Uh, I didn't watch much of Buffy. Didn't watch any of Angel. I watched all of Spartacus. And I, I quite like Spartacus. Uh-huh. So, yeah, he's, he's okay. I would have preferred Drew Goddard, but that's not. That's only because I know more of his work, I would say. Uh-huh. But, yeah. What do you think? I don't care. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> sure. Now, Mason, we saw Godzilla and decided that we didn't hate it. Correct, yes. Yeah. What is the reaction of the internet been? It's weird. It's like they love it or they hate it. It's Uh a lot of like, if you're a true Godzilla fan, you'll love it. If you're not, you don't understand it and you're an idiot. So wait a second, true Godzilla fans are enjoying it. Yes. Are they really? There you go. Generally, yeah. I can't can't recall a single comment. Well, no, I don't read everything. I can't recall a single comment. (laughs) Full stop. But like you know, because he does everything that he's you know the Godzilla's yeah. supposed to do, and and whatever, and it's true the character and blah blah blah. And other people are saying, well, it's not very fun, and the lead character is boring and whatever. He's very boring. <laughs> he's very boring. I've, see, I've spoken to a lot of people uh, since then, mm. and a lot of people said they wanted more Brian Cranston. Yes, no spoilers, but they wanted more Brian yeah. Cranston. Yeah. A lot of people, based on the trailers, you would assume that Brian Cranston is in it the whole film. Absolutely, oh, that would be that would have solved that problem definitely. Because mm-hmm. why does he have to be like a young kind of cool army guy who yeah, yeah. takes the lead? Why not just have Brian Cranston? Exactly. Who does anybody want to see more? Right. Brian Cranston. Brian Cranston. <laughs> Brian Cranston. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. Now Gareth Edwards. as Walter White in as... Breaking Bad. <laughs> That's, right. That's what they want to see. Now Gareth Edwards, uh, he's. He is signed on to Godzilla 2, mm-hmm. but it was always the intention that he would make another movie between uh, Godzilla and Godzilla 2, right? This guy has... Godzilla just... one and a half. That's right. <laughs> it's, um... The Timon and Pumbaa backstory. <laughs> From their the perspective. Yep. Fantastic. Uh, what was I going to say? No, he's, he's leap... It's so, from the perspective of that dog. Which dog? Oh, no, the dog that escaped? escapes the tidal wave. Well, we think it escaped. Probably got crushed to death. Yeah, the probably. Wave. Like, he's, he did a small independent film, Monsters, which he pretty much did mostly himself. Yep. Godzilla, giant opening weekend, very successful film, generally well received. Uh-huh. And then the next one he's now doing for 2016 is the first Star Wars spin-off. Spin-off? Spin-off. So not the trilogy? No. Something else. Jabrams. Jabrams is, Jabrams, doing, yeah. mm-hmm. is doing, the, uh, doing that. They're doing three other... Uh, they're basically going Star Wars movie every every two years. In between, you're getting a spin-off movie. Hmm. December 16th, 2016. It's not that long away. Star Wars Zombies? Star Wars Zombies. Great. You That's know all it. I've ever wanted. So, yeah, look, I think what they're doing here, and maybe I'm wrong, they get like a kind of broad kind of mass appeal director like J.J. Abrams to do the main story. Yep. And then you get kind of... Well, he's not really a smaller director, but he's lesser known and he's kind of more character-driven pieces, you'd right, probably right, say, right. to do like a not a left-of-center kind of Star Wars movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you've kind of got your your standard, your bog-standard Star Wars uh-huh. and then something a little bit different. Sure. And I think that's the way to do it. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to get a Boba Fett spin-off. Uh, without a doubt. Yeah, yeah. I would T- sort... Take your character-driven stories. <laughs> bloody... Buddy, chuck those out. Yeah. Boba Fett story. He's shooting rockets. He's flying. Yeah, absolutely. Grappling hook. Grappling flame rockets. Flamethrower. Flame rockets. He probably, he'll probably fight that Sarlacc again. <laughs> like it'll come out of the sand and he'll punch on with it. 
<laughs> How could that be? <laughs> the best. So, yeah. The, the, Bo- the Boba Fett story they were talking about making, the rumour was yep. that there's a character in, bet- in the, between the prequels and the, the original Star Wars film who kills the original Boba Fett, the clone, who's the clone, and takes over the armour. And that's the Boba Fett we see in the Star Wars movies. Interesting. Even though... George Lucas went back and changed his voice, so he's got the same voice as the other one. Right. But that would make him infinitely more interesting if... Hang on, so little Boba Fett yeah. from Attack of the Clones yeah. is a clone. Yes. He's not an actual child? No, no, he's a clone. Didn't you know that? No. Yeah, yeah. It's... I'm, not, I'm not putting more information <laughs> into my brain about Star Wars prequels than I don't need to. He's a clone. There he's a clone, go. but he's... It... Of Jango Fett. Yeah. Why so, is he little and all the other ones are well, full grown? Good question. Well, this is actually addressed. In the... I can't believe I know this. But in the... <laughs> <laughs> you know a thing about a prequel. You're an idiot. <laughs> but uh, one of his requests to cl- to clone the, to train the clone army and all that kind of thing. Like, he was paid a lot of... Um, creds. Cred- credits. Hollow that's right. creds. Very good. That's it. To, uh, Gold to... pressed latinum. <laughs> that's right. That's the, that's the Star Trek currency. Is it? Yeah. I thought there was no currency in Star Trek. You'd think that, but in Deep Space Nine, it's gold pressed latinum. Oh, there you go. Which is a dumb You currency. know a thing. You're oh, a dickhead. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> but, uh. Oh, fair's fair. Yeah. But, uh. And one of his requests is, I want a clone of myself, which is odd, mm. that ages at a regular pace. Okay. So that that's where he comes from. There you go. But if you get somebody else taking over from Boba Fett, somebody we don't know who that is, that's way more interesting. That is interesting. way better. I'd much prefer that, yeah. Yeah, because we yeah. know everything about that guy. Yeah. No, we know some things and it's crap and who cares. Yeah. We certainly know his scientific origin, don't we? You do. <laughs> Now uh, I thought next week, Mason. Yes. Um, I want to do. I wanted to do this a few weeks ago, and I floated it with you, and you shot it down. No, not true. <laughs> that sounds like me. Yeah, I want to do Star Wars stories that we want to see. Okay, sure. Right in, in film. So I thought on the back of this being announced, and there'll probably probably be some bullshit Star Wars news announced this week. So Absolutely. We'll, just, we'll do that next week. And if anybody's got any suggestions of things they want to see, mm. tweet us, um, email us at Weekly Planet Pod. Yeah, because I mean, my my Star Wars expanded universe knowledge is pretty packed. Doesn't have so. to. Doesn't have to be. Any, it can oh, be anything, anything that you want to see. Oh. Anything. So you can get your Boba Fett clone boy story. <laughs> I don't want that. Why would I want that? God. CJ also wrote in. Uh, he was just wondering, in honor of the Godzilla movie, um, if James could do his Brian Cranston impression with Mason responding with his John Lithgow impression. Okay, I'm ready. <laughs> do you remember that? Yeah, but my wife was killed by this monster. You guys are fucking idiots! Oh! That's it. That's, that's all we have. I feel like your impression is better than my impression. Well, that's if we all had I to got. rank them. Right? <laughs> oh, jeez. Thank you for that, CJ. Yeah, I know. Feels good to exercise the old John Lithgow pipes, you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm surprised you remember that. I thought we'd, I'd spend 10 minutes explaining to you what he was that's... talking about. But that's in the memory bank, isn't yep. it? That one. Uh, we got to talk Guardians of the Galaxy, don't we? Mm-hmm. Just briefly, there was a new trailer this week. New trailer? Yeah. Uh, look, I don't really have anything to say about it. It still looks great. Uh huh. That's it. Well, we get we get to hear Bradley Cooper and Vin Diesel. That's for the true. First time. So I had Bradley Cooper. They'd released a little bit of footage uh, okay, previously, right, right. Mm-hmm. where it's like, "This is our booth," and then I'll put in a clip of that, so you know how good I did that. Great. This one here's our booth. 
Do you put in clips and stuff? Oh, yeah. During the show? Yeah, yeah, occasionally. Good on you. Sometimes I say it and then I don't. Great. Or sometimes I say it and then I think it's funnier just to not put it in. <laughs> so I just don't. It's a Russian roulette of entertainment. Exactly. It's pretty great. Okay. Yeah. Um, what else do we see in that? We see his, um, like his unstable molecules helmet thing happening. Oh, we yeah. See that. We yeah, see yeah. his little jet pack. Yep, that's true. Pretty exciting. That's true. Mm-hmm. Um, it's you kind of get the the feel of the team more that they're yeah, kind of the ragtag group, mm-hmm. I guess. Seem to be spending a lot of time in prison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. We see nowhere. We see nowhere in it. Ah, uh, the we do. It doesn't look like a celestial head. It just it looks like a like a skull, like a kind of a giant skull thing. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Sure, yeah. whatever. Mm. Sometimes you got to make changes in the comics, Mason. Ch ch changes. <laughs> Correct. We don't have the rights to that either. We're going to get so oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think it's going to be good, and I look forward to it. Mm. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. That brings us to the main topic of this week, Mason. Oh. Your birthday. Oh. Happy. No, can't do it. Can't do it. <laughs> now, Mason. Yes. X-Men Days of Future Past. Oh, we uh, saw mate, that. We did. We, did you say you or I or both? Both. We did. We did. Yeah. Did you see it again? No. I was going to see it again, but then I didn't. Great. <laughs> I'm leaving that in. Why, why make it fresh in our minds? <laughs> exactly. Just, yeah. 
Uh, it was expected, or it is expected, to make 120 million this weekend in the US. Which again, is that good? That's good. Okay, yes. good. With a th- it had a 36 million opening day. Mm. I mean, it's got to make at least 120 million the first weekend, seeing as it is the second most expensive movie of, of all, all time. time. Sure, it's weird though. It doesn't look like it would. It is though, does it? Looks pretty cheap I mean, and shoddy, if you ask I'm me. I'm not saying it looks cheap. You're saying it looks shoddy. <laughs> but I'm saying, Bishop's like... Bishop's gun looks pretty shoddy. I like it, but it looks pretty shoddy. Sure, fair point. I mean, there's a lot of sets and whatever yep. that are in a place, and a lot of that goes into the 20,000 cast members. Like, mm. a lot of that money would go People are very excited, talking about Star Wars, mm. people are very excited that first shot of Episode Seven. Oh, yeah, we should talk it's, about that. It's an actual set. Yeah. People are very excited. And a puppet. And an yeah, yeah. animatronic-y yeah, kind yeah. of looking mm. thing. Yeah. Kind of looks something like from The Labyrinth. It doesn't doesn't I don't know I don't think it works that well I've never seen The Labyrinth I saw people it. are upset about that well I generally. saw it when I was older uh-huh. didn't care for it exactly <laughs> it's too late for us I, I know I would have loved it as a kid hmm. I don't doubt that uh-huh. but what do you think of that internet yeah <laughs> you sons of bitches not our listeners no. some of them yeah now when we went to the we mentioned this last week the, the Melbourne premiere which yep. is probably the what 11th most relevant premiere for it <laughs> like from around yeah. the world yeah yeah uh-huh. we got the, we got the dink we yep. got Hugh Jackman and we got uh, the girl who plays um, um, Blink. Blink, yep. yeah. Whose name, whose name we shouldn't it. we should and, know, and we don't. She does a good job. Yep. But yeah, there was a billion people at that premiere. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we say premiere, also that's quite lofty. We were there with the pu- the, the public. The yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. We oh yeah, then. no, we weren't yeah. in a spread press thing or whatever. Uh-huh. But there was like a billion people milling around like Hugh Jackman and that. I couldn't see him at all, and I just went, you know what? I'm not even. So I just went downstairs and I got Japanese food. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah. With my brother. Hmm. Yeah. But in general, what did you think of the premiere? Or if you don't want to talk about that, what did you think of Days of Future Past? We'll go non-spoiler. I just want to talk about the premiere, actually. <laughs> the air condition was a little harsh. Sure. It's a little too cold in there, I thought. <laughs> uh, that's about it, though. It's good. Yeah. 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 Did you enjoy it, though? Yes. Yeah. Oh, we'll, yeah. Go, we'll go non-spoilers for the free. Non-spoiler. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah. All right, let's, yep. let's go. Because this is the kind of movie that you can spoiler mm. like quite a lot. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, did you think it lived up to your expectations or my expectations? I don't know if I had any expectations at this point. Okay. Given that we've given that ultimately the X Men movies have been kind of a mixed bag. Yeah. I wasn't really sure. I would argue though that there are more good ones and bad ones. You're probably right. I'd say yeah. there's four good ones and there's two not good ones. Yeah, yeah. Before this came out. Right. But also you could say that there might there may have been a downward spiral. We were, you know, we might have been approaching a downward spiral. You see, know? see, I don't, I don't think so. I'll, I'll talk about this a bit later in the in the spoilers, but um, you know, I'll get into it later. Okay, I don't good. want to get All into right. it. So, but you, you didn't mind I didn't go in, Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, I enjoyed it a lot. Sure. Yeah. Did, it wasn't. Would you would you say it's not Captain America level too good? Like if you had to choose. If I have to choose. If you didn't have to choose, but you just, I just asked you. What would you like, say? Like just seconds ago, you asked me <laughs> yeah. to choose. Okay. Yeah. Um. Boy, hmm. I think they're two different animals. Agree. I don't. I I wouldn't compare the two at all. So, what about if I got a dog and a cat? What would you say to that? They're also different animals. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, let's talk then the future. Oh, in general, I'd put a review up for it. I I liked it. I yeah. I, I wouldn't say I loved it. I, uh, I liked it a lot. Yes. But I think it's getting a lot of praise that not necessarily undeserved. But it's not as good as some people assume that it is or say that it is. Really? Give me, give me an example there. What are they saying is great? Uh, Who's saying it's great or what's saying it's great? What, what about it is... People people are saying that it's reinvigorated the, the X-Men franchise. I think potentially it has. Okay. Like maybe the next one. Yeah. Like they've, well, actually we can't say anything without spoiling Mm. there. Let's Uh, hate this. (laughs) Yes, I know, right? 
Uh, look, I think uh, the action sequences were really good, especially... I thought a lot of the future... The, Absolutely. What, what little future action sequences we had... It was about 30%, percent twenty, 30%, I reckon even 70%, less. yeah? I reckon it was probably 20% future. Okay, cool. Because yeah. they said 30, 70, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, initially. yeah. But yeah, you're probably mm. right. Well, there was a few scenes cut out, which, we, which we'll talk yeah, about yeah. a bit. Yeah, yeah. And a, a, lot of, a lot of characters had very minimal screen time. Yeah. Mm. I mean, that's what you get when you combine two casts. Yeah, so, yeah. You know, really. Speaking of the... the the uh, the future bit that opening scene uh-huh. where the sentinels bust in and there's that fight between all the the different mutants uh-huh. that was incredible uh-huh. what a great start to a film right mm. yes just seeing all the powers on display it's good to see like i know iceman isn't like the most popular character but it's good to see like him it's good to see kitty pride again yeah yeah it's good to see some new ones like bishop and and whatever it was good to see iceman like do his ice slide do his ice slide like <laughs> he's clearly ma- he's reached the point where he's clearly mastered his powers at this yeah. point you yeah know? exactly yeah. well it's been what it's set in like 2024 yeah, yeah. And Did you know the original set in 2013? Yeah, isn't future has already passed. There isn't we that... go. I love them. <laughs> Although about, we did, like... we did get the, we got Warpath. Yeah, I don't think is an interesting. I've just got him as here the guy with knives. Yeah, that's him. That's Warpath. <laughs> um, like I don't find him like he's not visually interesting. No, he's not. And he's just like a generically super strong, super tough guy. He looks like a character from Killer Instinct. <laughs> he does look like a character from Killer Instinct. Yeah. Um, and, no, I don't know. And he's not, like, the comic version's like, supposed to be, like, seven feet tall. Can't he, like, fly and stuff? Uh, he does a bite and he's super strong. I didn't get a feel for that at all. No, yeah, I think, well, that's the thing, like, and he's got, I guess he's there because he's supposed to have the super enhanced sensors. Okay. And he's supposed to be, like, their, their scout or yeah. their surveillance system or what have you. Sure. But, yeah, I mean, he can, he learned to fly at some point. Mm. I don't. No, why that happened? He's learning to fly, but he ain't got wings. Correct, exactly. coming down is the yeah. hardest. But it's thing. one of those ones where they're like, "Yes, yeah, good." Uh, <laughs> Tom Petty, yeah, great. Um, where they sort of like different writers have gone, "Why can he fly?" Yeah, that's kind of ridiculous. I just won't mention it, and then other writers have put it in, put it in again. Uh, okay, so, yeah, yeah. But yeah, he couldn't really fly in the movie, and no. I mean, and he, he let... doesn't look visually. He wasn't spectacular no. or anything. Yeah, Compa- not compared to the other ones. I mean, I thought what a good use of Blink. It's a shame we probably won't see her again. Yeah, yeah. But that's not a spoiler or anything, by the way. That's just she's the, in the future. The way these move. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. She's in the future. Mm-hmm. What what a really cool power, like a throwy teleporty thing, mm. and that worked really really well. Oh uh, yeah. I like Sunspot as well. I thought he was, you mm-hmm. know, that was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. But why not just get Pyro? It's a good point. He already exists. Right? Yeah. yeah, I'm not saying he wasn't good. That guy was fine. He was, uh-huh. he was great. And Colossus was always great to see. Mm-hmm. Yep, that Colossus effect is really good. They've now. improved that. I yeah, think, a lot. Yeah. Do you know? <laughs> it's more like a. It's more like a extendy kind of. Yeah. Like a plating, like an expanding sure. plating kind of effect. Now, you know, it's interesting in uh, to save costs in X Men Three. Um, they just wrap him in tinfoil. That yeah, that's what well, they did. Okay, he great. Just, it's, it's he's in like a metallicy bo- uh, body suit. Huh. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, weird weird place to cut corners, but and then again, I didn't notice. Yeah, so, well, yeah, good cares? point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they could bring black, bring back Blink. They should bring black. Yeah, I know. That's what I, yeah, that's what I said. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, why not? There's no, there's no. You could, you don't necessarily have to rule that out. No. Any any of those future characters. I mean, they're going to meet her at some point. Yeah. To put her on the team, so why not in Apocalypse? Maybe? But d- depending though, when that next Apocalypse is set. Yeah, which yeah. I know when it's set, and we'll talk about that later okay, right, without cool. spoilers. I don't know if that's a possibility. Uh-huh. Do you think they were accurately and adequately represented, these future mutants? Not Warpath. I think we've discussed that <laughs> okay, seconds cool. ago. But, but in general, else, yeah. like Bishop, uh-huh. fine. Yep. You okay with that? Yep. Yeah. Hmm. He, he... Uh, 
Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, mm, sure. And again, yeah. they this is another one like Godzilla where we get that he absorbs the powers of other yeah. mutants and or energy, and then he directs it through the gun. And yeah. nobody had to explain that. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. That's nice. <laughs> Thank you, filmmakers. <laughs> you is this it. a new era of? Not having to explain everything? Let's, I hope so. Let's just wait on Transformers. Yeah, good point. Oh, yeah, good point. I was going to say Transformers that. 3, but we did that one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what about the past mutants? All the returning cast from uh, First Class and a, a few extras, I believe. I mean, yeah. you see briefly like Toad and... Um, He's got a new look. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, weird, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, do you have to give him that look? And he didn't even have to be Toad, really. No. Because he was only in it for two minutes. Yeah, and, yeah. 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 I mean, um, it was nice to see Havoc again, even though he's barely in it. Yeah. I like that character. He's good in the comics, and mm-hmm. he's yeah. It's a shame that he wasn't in it more, but sure, whatever. But do you think though they did shoehorn in too many characters? I think it was well balanced considering how many were in there. Yep. Mm-hmm. But maybe it was a few too many. I, don't I didn't know. feel overwhelmed. No, me neither. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess at this point as well, because we've got we've had fourteen years of this. Yes. We know who people are, so you don't need to explain. So right, many people. right. Iceman turns up, and you know who Iceman is. Or, right. Well, you know, some people do. Right. <laughs> but yeah, what about the costumes? Oh, go on. I was going to say, on one hand, these these movies are for the fans. Yeah. You know, who have been through it for fourteen years. But on the other hand. They all seem to fit in their own continuity. Yeah. And the fans, me specifically, get annoyed at the weird continuity errors. Yeah. I mean, I'm not really annoyed, but I just, I notice them. Yeah. And I'm, they, they seem to sort of, just sort of paper over a lot of the inconsistencies. Yep, absolutely. So if you were a new viewer of these films and you hadn't seen one before and you saw Days of Future Past. Yeah. They wouldn't bother you as much, right? No, I yeah. don't think so. Yeah. I mean, right. it well, mostly makes sense. As you right. said last week, cause we a friend of yours said, what is it? Would, you just got to imagine that they're all set in different parallel dimensions. Right, exactly. Yeah, like the Highlander films. Yeah, Otherwise, exactly. they make no sense. Yeah. yeah, that's it. Well, before we get into spoilers, I just wanted to ask you about the costumes uh-huh. or the lack thereof, right. um, in particular in the past. I mean, it's weird because you kind of get Magneto who has a costume uh-huh. and a specific look. Yep. And that's it. My, I, I would say that Magneto's costume in this is much improved from the one we see oh, right at the end of First Class. Terrible. Well, okay, at the end of that one, I was actually, I thought, oh, that's kind of fun because yeah. it's kind of a 60s. Yeah. It's deliberately kind of over the top. It's yeah. very red and purple and kind of thing. But he had like a, it looked like a wool cape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, but having to look at that for two hours would have been incredibly painful. So oh, I'm yeah. glad they toned it down quite a lot. Did yeah. you like the way he's, he, the, the cape was cut? I did, yeah. yeah that was so cool, asymmetric. It? it was yeah. delightful. <laughs> it was delightful. Also, great helmet, so. Yeah. But the future, what about the future costumes? We've talked about this before, how you can't really give them bright, garish colours because uh-huh. you stand out. Yep. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You'll be found pretty uh-huh. pretty quickly. But, but there's there's shades of it, though. You see on Wolverine's costume, there's like blue and yellow on the arms. And he's got like a battle armor over the top of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which doesn't make any sense because he heals or whatever. Or it does. <laughs> extra protection. Why oh, not? Sure. sure. Yeah. But yeah, um, I found this interesting though. Mystique. And I think this had something to do with getting Jennifer Lawrence back. And now that the how much she has grown as a star right. since 2011. Uh-huh. Uh, it used to be seven hours to put that costume on. Right. right. Of standing there and people just like painting and putting layers of like what are they called scales on them yeah, and yeah, whatever uh-huh. and now it's just a bodysuit from the neck down right right and you can see it that it is but it looks great don't you think yeah i think i think it's a sort of a case of you know 
both her star has risen, so she's not going to. She shouldn't be expected to sit around for seven hours no. to do that. But at the same time, the, the costume tech has improved a lot. Yeah, so, yeah, exactly. So that's lucky. Yeah, it could have been the worst. <laughs> but why wouldn't they just do that in the first place? Yeah. though? you could just. Yeah. What did you What did you think of the um the future just generally, like the look of the future? I liked it. I thought yeah, it was yeah. really cool. Mm. I mean, it, it's kind of a Terminator esque kind yep. of. Uh-huh. Kind of future with a bit more kind of color uh-huh. in parts, or whatever. Like it was kind of purpley, bluey kind of uh-huh. kind of look. No, I I really enjoyed Me it. Too, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, it's a shame we probably won't see any more of that. Like that is that's it really. Right, right, right. But hey, there mm. you go. Now, Mason, let's spoilers from here. Okay, let's spoilers from here. This is it's this. torture, isn't <laughs> yeah, it? Exactly. <laughs> you did your little review and your little. I YouTube. did. You're right. Well, I nearly put this forward here. Let's just spoil the whole thing. But you know, uh-huh. I know some people won't, won't didn't get a chance to see it, so I don't want to. Mm-hmm. You know. Hey, if you haven't seen it, yeah. Not you, but ah. the listeners. Um, if you haven't listened to the last few episodes, maybe go back and give those a spin. Sure. Because we, uh, when we lost your YouTube account, yeah, we lost a lot of downloads. Oh, we so, did. Yeah, we did. So if you if you like, well, I don't want to, I don't want to listen to this whole episode because it's just going to be spoils and I haven't seen the movie yet. Yeah. Go back a few. Yeah, they're sure. pretty entertaining. They're okay. They're mildly entertaining. They're fine. Sure. I mean, we were super depressed because nobody was listening to them. <laughs> <laughs> they still did all right. Yeah, they we still got right. about ten thousand. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think, yeah, which is pretty good. Mm-hmm. But right, you, let's spoiler this. Well, I just wanted to quickly say as well, my on the topic of my YouTube account, apparently that old one is gone. It's deleted. Huh. The guy I had looking into it said they. I just deleted it it's gone wow. I'm like eh, well Harsh. it is what it is yeah. so yeah but you know it's all it's all coming back mm. anyway spoilers okay. do you think it successfully retconned the series now the idea behind this movie was that it retconned Wolverine Origins and X-Men 3 specifically but because of the changes this made it retconned everything that's true yeah because the events of X-Men 1 wouldn't have happened the way they played out uh-huh. or 2 and and etc I'm okay with it. Like, you know, when they... If we're talking comic books. Yeah. When, you know, the DC universe... You know, the the universe is reset. Yeah. All the old stories are still there. Yeah. But they did it They did it in the context of the story. Yeah. So, all those, all those stories still happened. Mm. But this extra layer over the top. Like with um, Star Trek. Exactly. They yeah. Jabrams this. <laughs> Essentially, what they did is they changed the timeline... Uh, and but they did it within the story, so yeah. they can essentially do whatever they want. Does in that the mean? Next film. Do you think Magneto then became like a good guy, or Mystique became a good guy, girl, because of this? Mm, probably not. Sure. I reckon they're going to be villains again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, maybe. Well, because they might have to band to fight somebody else, Mason. Oh. We'll talk about that later. Spoiler alert. Okay, great. Even though we're talking about spoilers, do you care about the changes that it made from the comics? I just recently reread it. Maybe I read it years ago, but I read it just the other day. Uh huh. Because I did a video on Easter eggs. And I Not to especially. Um, I think the 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 changes or the 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 things that always stick out to me, are the especially the X Men films, are the inexplicable parts. Yeah. Like I understand there's going to be some, mm. but it would be nice, especially for maybe casual viewers. Yeah. To explain what happened, like Shadowcat can now send people's minds back in time. That has never ever been a thing. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Maybe explain that it's a secondary mutation. Yep, sure. Why can she do that now? Yeah, can't right. do it in the comics. Yeah. Right, well, that's in, one of the changes because in yeah. the comics she, she goes, goes back, back in time, time. Right, and a woman called ah, uh, what's her name? I can't remember. But she sends her mind. Oh, back. Rachel Summers. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Uh, yeah, Sorry, yeah, yeah. 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 So, I mean, I guess they didn't want to build a, like a $230 million movie around a woman, I guess. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I mean, I guess that's... Especially a teeny tiny little Canadian woman. <laughs> that's right. I mean, I get, I get why they... Of course, they got to pull out Wolverine because yeah. it makes sense to do yeah, so. Yeah. Also, and he's the biggest yeah. character. And also, they couldn't have sent her back in time because she wasn't alive. 
You are we exactly? Nineteen seventy-three. Yeah. Secondly, we know that Wolverine gets his claws back. Yes, like his adamantium claws back. I was going to ask you about that. Uh do you want to speculate? Yeah, sure. Okay, I'm going to guess because this there were actually also the future versions are slightly different from the normal ones, and I don't think oh, I, didn't notice I don't that. think it's a case of the CGI's gotten better, mm. but they've got like a they've got like a scallop top edge. Oh, really? Yeah. Have a look at the poster. You'll okay. see. You'll see. It's got a little little. Curved edge on the top. No, nah, I don't really. I'm actually. I'm, don't yeah, don't, don't look close. <laughs> um, my assumption is going to be that. Well, he he clearly gets the adamantium back. Yeah. I'm going to assume maybe Apocalypse does it. Okay. Yeah. I was I was going to assume that Magneto did it. Well, there's certainly two options, aren't they? <laughs> we'll never know because you know what? They'll never explain it. No, they won't. He'll just have his claws back at the start of X-Men Apocalypse yeah, yeah. and no one will say a word. This is what I'm talking about though. Like they say they're retconned or whatever and they've fixed all the continuity errors, but yeah. they haven't. No, absolutely not. They fixed not. some. But to be fair though, Brian Singer did say, look, we fixed some. Right. But you know what though? Look, if I was making these movies, heaven forbid, I know I wouldn't do a good job. But there's one thing I noticed and you're the same about this is... I notice continuity. Right. I don't mean to notice. I'm not looking for it. Right. But I can see it. Here's the biggest one. Yeah. And we, this is from X-Men 3, yeah. but Patrick Stewart exploded. Like, dust. Professor X, he was turned to dust in X-Men 3. Now, we know that his mind was transferred into the, the brain-dead uh, comatose person. Yeah. Comatose man of the other side of the world. Yeah. And at the end of... After the credits in X-Men 3, he woke up. Yeah. And it was assumed that he was in there. So the the, uh, the missing piece is, why does he look like Professor X again? Yeah. And why does he need a wheelchair again? Twin brother. Great. Uh, atrophy. Satan broke his legs again? Atrophy. Great. From being in a coma. Yeah. Uh, good, <laughs> really good point. Genius. Thank you. Thank you for, but no, yeah, look, thank I you would, for no prizing that. You're welcome. Oh, There's another question I was going to ask you later. But um, yeah, I feel like they could have they touched on that. Yeah. I think probably why they did that though. Uh, why apparently... explain something that nobody saw? Because yeah, most yeah. people didn't wouldn't have seen that. Yeah, I guess I'd so. imagine. Yeah, yeah, most people. Anyway, would have sorry, go on. Yeah. Apparently, because after uh, the Wolverine mm-hmm. in that deleted scene, Wolverine is coming through the airport, and we see Magneto and Professor X, and they've teamed up. Yep. And uh, X is in a wheelchair. Yeah. Apparently, there's a version of that, like the leaked. The leaked script for that said that Professor X was standing ah. in that scene. So apparently they may have filmed two. Okay. And that would have made more sense. Absolutely. But I think probably what happened is they went, James McAvoy isn't in a wheelchair yeah. in the past. We need a point of difference. Yeah. Let's put him in a wheelchair in the future. <laughs> right? Yeah. 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 Fair point. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll go with atrophied legs. That's fine. That's <laughs> okay, totally fine. Cool. Yeah. Um, oh, and I'm also super glad he has his floaty wheelchair. Oh yeah, it's good, in isn't the, it? In the present day, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Look, compared to the comic, though, I just wanted to say it's it's really it's Days of Future Past in name only, more or less. Yeah, I'm that's fine. what 1998 Godzilla was called. Gino, G-I-N-O. Godzilla oh, that's in right. What's too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm okay with I'm okay with changing the source material. Dopfino, Dopfino. Yeah, <laughs> Days of Future Past in name only. <laughs> I'm okay. That's its little nickname. Love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm okay with these kind of changes, especially yep. to service. The world that they've built in the movies. Yep. They cannot make Days of Future Past as it is in the comics because of, like you said, for example, this is set in the seventies and the mid twenty twenties or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you, you can't do that, right? Because so, I think what was it? The original one was set in the eighties. Is that right? I think it was set in. It would have been the present, so it would have been like nineteen eighty. Yeah, I cool. think. 
So yeah, so um, yeah, that's not an interesting decade. No. Although I would, I would like to see the, I would have liked to see the X Men in the eighties. Well, we're gonna see it. Great. So, oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I get it. But we will talk. Big about shoulders. That in it. That's right. The biggest. <laughs> now, um, also, uh, Rogue was yep. supposed to be in this film. She was briefly yep. at the end. We no, but no speaking roles. Did she say anything? No, I don't think she Great. said anything. But there was a scene deleted uh-huh. where Iceman and Magneto go to rescue her. Because you know, there's a bit where um, Wolverine's like. Ah, been slashing about. Yeah, uh-huh. Yep. And he and he cuts uh, Kitty Pride or Shadow Cat, whatever you want yep. to call her. And and she's slowly fading. So they're like, she's fucked. Yep. Let's go get Rogue. And so to they absorb her powers. Yeah, and exactly. Okay, right. mm-hmm. And so they go to, and she's being held at the Xavier School. You would think they would have gotten her first because she's mm, sort of invincible. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's a whole scene where Bobby Drake and Magneto go and get her, which which we'll probably see on the deleted DVD. Uh-huh. I think that. You could have put that in. I mean, it's a pretty long movie. It was, I, guess, I would have, I would but, have been flagging by the end there. It would have but been. I wanted more future stuff, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but hey, did you want more Storm? No. Great. Just checking. <laughs> Nothing against Storm or uh-huh. the character or Halle yep. Berry or whatever, but I no. Mm-hmm. Did you yeah. want more Storm? Not really. Yeah. No. Did you like it when the Sentinels just butchered all the X Men? That was pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Twice. Yeah, it happened twice. Uh-huh. Happened at the start, happens at the end. Yep. Amazing. Yeah. Um, I've got a few things here that I liked here. I got the opening scene, I talked about that. Uh-huh. I like the fact that you send Wolverine through the past to uh-huh. the past, right? And he's not really equipped to deal with something like that. Like he's not like the kind of guy who can coax somebody to be the best he can be. Right. He's just right. kinda like, Ah, oh, I don't really want to do yeah. this, but I have to do it. So he's kinda like making the best of a bad situation. Uh-huh. And he knows that he's not the best person for this job. Right, exactly. But he's kinda pushing through and, and whatever. I enjoyed that. Hugh Jackman, you can't fault him. Exactly. I enjoyed the, uh, there, there were some nice little jokes to break the tension talking about Wolverine. Yeah. A bit where he goes to the metal detector and he's quite, real, you know, he's yeah, quite happy to great. find that he's not magnetic he's, yeah, he's, yeah. anymore. Yeah. And even though he knows that he's not magnetic, right? Yeah. Like he wouldn't really do that yeah. in, re- in real life, but it's funny. It's a nice yeah, little yeah. nod. And there's also a scene like that in the first X-Men, you know, where he goes to and he like claws it. Yeah. Remember that? I remember yeah, yeah. that. Good yeah. joke. Yeah. Great, great joke. I like Charles, uh, young Charles and Magneto. Great relationship yep. between those two. I did, I, Magneto kind of did the thing where he went a bit crazy for no, kind of no reason. Like, right, uh-huh. They were like, he's like, well, instead of, I don't know, trying to stop this from happening, what I'm going to do, I'm going to threaten the president and that'll <laughs> cause everybody to step down. Um, you know it will. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, he's unstable. Uh-huh. Like, we know that about uh-huh. him, but he's smarter than that, right? I guess he's not. Well, he's young Magneto. He's brash. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Shades of the Dark Knight Rises, I thought, with the the football stadium. Okay, sure. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, we got to we got to talk about Quicksilver, right? Yep, absolutely. That's probably my favorite action sequence in the film. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. Also, mm-hmm. um, terrible costume. Still the worst costume. I don't understand. <laughs> and Why? it's the hair. It's everything. It's everything it's about everything. it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But he was great. Some people. Yeah. I know most people love it. Some people say it was a bit annoying. Like it was a bit kind of. All over the shop, but he's supposed to be like that. Yeah, like exactly. he's supposed to be irritating. Mm-hmm. But I, you know, I, I like his interaction with like young Professor X, and you know, he's just kind of like, I don't like this guy. He's, right. he's the worst. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? And what an amazing! I think scene. Marvel Studios would be looking at that and thinking we have to step up. Yeah, with our version of Quicksilver. Yeah, because that is, you know, they've they've set the bar. I think. Yeah. In fact, I think they've they've set the bar for all all high speed. All super speedsters from this point forward. Flash, the Flash TV series. It's really, yep. It's gonna have to do that sweet forty-eight yep. frames per second yep. and whatever. But what a what a clever the scene. The Wizard Radio serial that I'm writing. <laughs> Just a lot of high-speed description. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And yep. he ran faster than a car. So fast that he overtook that car. 
The car didn't even realise what was happening. <laughs> Is that right? Have you read my script? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I also... Oh, we'll, we'll talk about that a bit more, I guess. Um, it's good. I mean, people say, should he have been in it more? Yeah, probably. He should have been in it. Well, that's the thing. Because he was useful. He was very useful. He would have come in really handy. He could have gotten on that plane. Yeah. He could have zipped past him because he's super fast. Yep. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, we haven't really seen an X-Men like that before, have we? We've seen teleportation and, mm-hmm. and, yeah, yeah. and whatever, but no, mm. but not him. Um, Yeah, and they also reference that he's Magneto's uh, son uh-huh, yeah. briefly. Also, you know, there's a bit where you see his sister uh-huh. and it was thought that that was Scarlet Witch, right? Uh-huh. Even though they're supposed to be twins or whatever. Right, right, right. Then uh, Brian Singer came out recently and said, no, that's not Scarlet Witch. That's another sister. I actually deleted a line where they mention a sister sitting upstairs and huh. that's the real Scarlet Witch or whatever. I think that's bullshit. I think that yep. was supposed to be okay. Scarlet Witch yep. and he just changed that at the last minute. Well, I think that's fair because... Well, not fair. I think it... The Scarlet Witch, I'm assuming, is a lot of work. Yeah. Because her powers are all over the shop. Yeah. She, well, she, she's magic, isn't she? Well, she's, she technically she alters probability, so the most impro- she can make the most improbable things happen. Okay, but that's to the point of like total nonsense. Like, yeah, how improbable would it be if that wall turned into antimatter? Really improbable. Well, now it's happened, right? It doesn't make any sense. It's that. It's that sort of. And and I think at some point she's acquired actual magical abilities. Yeah, and they've all sort of mixed. It doesn't. Her powers don't make any sense. Yeah, and that would have thrown a whole kind of spanner into the works, I think, of the whole. Yeah. You want, I think, for this kind of movie, if, you, if you're putting in time travel as well, yeah. you want more or less straightforward powers. Yeah. He can control magnetism. He's got claws. Yeah. You know, that's what you want. <laughs> you get it. You get it. Well, yeah. that's another thing I've got here. I, I thought the time travel wasn't as convoluted or convoluted, I should mm-hmm. say, as I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. Like, it was very, very straightforward. Yep. An idiot could understand exactly. that time travel. Yeah, yeah. Which is how, I guess, broad mainstream time travel should be. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know? If we can step out of movie for a second, it was a little bit Assassin's Creed. Okay, go on. No, because that's... Oh, you put your mind in the you thing? put your mind in the, in the past. Okay, fair point. And when he became agitated, or yeah. he became upset, the, uh, the, oh, the, yeah. the synchronization went out, and he potentially would have gone back into the future. That's a really good point. Yeah. So I, they stole that. I know. <laughs> Square Enix, you should get your lawyers on the phone and... Uh, Get your suing hats on. Also, the story for Assassin's Creed sucks. No one cares about the future. You guys are fucking idiots. <laughs> Put your foot down on that series that's clearly dead now. Great. So much, but they should just make him in the past. That's all I'm saying. Okay, yeah. All right. That's all I'm saying. We've, we've talked about this I've stopped playing them. I'm yeah. sick of them. But anyway. Yeah. Yeah, not as convoluted as I thought it would be. And, you know, they solved the fact that every time Wolverine did something, it would alter the future by saying, no, when he wakes up, then you know, everything, everything will back. Yeah, exactly. That was yeah. that was a clever way to do it. Mm, yeah. It probably doesn't make any sense. I don't care. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. No, no, it doesn't have to... See, that's the thing. It doesn't have to make sense, like, by the laws of physics no. or by the law... Whatever. All I have to do is make a rule and yeah. stick to the rule. Exactly. Like Looper. No, Looper didn't do that. <laughs> You're baiting me. I don't like it. No, it's fine. I, I knew you were going to do that. It didn't work. I, I'm not really mad. Uh, yeah, all I have to do... If with any kind of sci-fi or any kind of fantasy, you make a rule, you stick to the rule, yep. and everything works out. It doesn't matter what the rule is. Yeah, so I completely agree. They said he wakes up and time snaps back, and that's what happened. So, yes. Yeah, yes. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, I've also got here... What did you think about the finale regarding that? Did you think it was a little a little contrived? How yeah, everything came to the last was. kind of point, yeah. you know? I mean, it was nice to see, like... 
Scott Summers and, and whatever in the old school back or whatever. I oh, know I meant more the like the, the last battle sequence. Like Oh no, the, I didn't like that actually. The, how the the futures they're gonna die in the future, but yeah. they're all gonna die and he's she's yeah. gonna kill him in the past. No. It's all gonna come to the last no. nanosecond. Then, and Wolverine's gonna die and no. then he dies, it's gonna snap back. I think that was a little much. Yeah. I agree. And I, I felt like it was trying to go for a kind of a really kind of like powerful like emotional punch yep like what a big choice um everybody's gonna make at this last second like first class in a way yeah but first class did it much better yeah mm-hmm. I, I i think it yeah i know i it, no i didn't really care for it yeah. it was fine yeah mm-hmm. but no yeah yeah but they did it though so yeah they sure did we can't <laughs> stop them <laughs> we can't go back in time and, and stop <laughs> no, that can we no. i just meant good on them they did it That's oh they, they saved the world yeah. <laughs> yeah that's also yeah great be great kind of a bit of a I'll say anticlimax. I know him lifting the stadium was supposed to be like the big thing, uh-huh. but it didn't feel that way. <laughs> Not at all. I mean, no. it, it was a big thing. Yeah, but it did. Yeah, mm. didn't feel the stakes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, how, did you like it? How they Professor X, Professor X, right from the start, right out of the gate, he got Professor X, didn't he? For for new listeners, that's yeah. when they get the most powerful character potentially and take him out of the picture. Yes. in a really contrived manner, yeah. which in this case was. They fixed his legs with a serum and it took his psychic powers psychic away. Psychic powers away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, that was... I mean, that, that works, I guess. Yeah, you know, yeah. It doesn't make sense. Right. Because it suppresses beasts, beastness. Uh-huh. But it does... But it, it doesn't grow him extra legs, does it? <laughs> no, it doesn't. But yeah, did you like the old kind of worn out uh, Charles Xavier? Yeah, but I thought it was interesting they didn't put him in a wheelchair. From the start. Okay. Surely that was the plan at the end of first class. I'll have him in the wheelchair and then say, look, take the serum. We've got to run around and stuff. Maybe not even that, but why did he have to have legs just generally? That's, I don't, yeah, I guess. Largely <laughs> unnecessary, yeah. Good point. I mean, I guess nobody wants to see young James McAvoy rolling around a wheelchair, I guess. That's probably it, know. yeah. Well, that's what they think, Yeah, I guess. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Yeah. Did you did you like the way they balanced that with though he'd given up his powers for that? Did you think that was an interesting choice? I guess choice? yeah. Again, that's that they've they've set the rule and they've stuck to it. So I guess that makes sense. Sure, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also liked Mason that it wasn't as Wolverine centric as I thought it would be. Mm. It was very Wolverine, but even in the finale, he didn't save the day. No, they just tossed him aside. Yeah, and that into was, the ocean. Yeah, they literally tossed him into the ocean. What, yeah. With what happened there, right? How yeah. Mystique picked him up. Yep. And then she just like, congratulations, you're free. What? I think that. They just wanted a twist there. I think they just want... Because we are assuming that when Stryker picks him up, yeah. that he is going to somehow shunt him into the Weapon X project. Why not do that? Well, I think they were just... Because I think they just wanted the like the fa- us fanboys to go, oh, this is going to lead into the art twist. <laughs> I, re- I genuinely think that's what they wanted to do. They just wanted a quick twist at the end. See, I just thought, why not make it Striker? Yeah, yeah. The, the, anyway, whatever. Twist at the end. Twist at the end. Double twist. Yeah, look, I also I thought, look, it was more of a fun romp than anything else. I think, yep. like I said, it lacks the emotional punch of first classes. Mm-hmm. Like, that last bit in first class where they stop the Cuban Missile Crisis yeah. and Magneto has got all the missiles and he's holding them back and he lifts the submarine or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing. It is, yeah. Right? And I can see they were trying to do that. Which reminds me, a lot of people are asking us to do that first class. I know, I know. We've got to get around yeah. to it. Yeah, yeah, I know. Look, as soon as we've got a day free from being hotshot lawyers, which is our jobs, <laughs> um, we'll get to that. We'll get to we're it. The, we are the podcast equivalent. We are the Franklin Bash of podca- Franklin and Bash of podcasts. We're both the loose cannon. That's right. So who's to say? So there's no dynamic at all because we're the same. But we'll get to that as soon as we get a chance. I hope to do that, so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. While, the, while the iron's hot. I'm surprised how many people have asked. Yeah, we'll I didn't think anyone would yeah. care. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. 
But I, I yeah, I feel like and uh, you know, and with Magneto, as I said, his goals are very unclear. Like maybe instead of like threatening the president and lifting a stadium, he could have he just... could have threatened a stadium and lifted a president. <laughs> Right? Is that where you're going with this? That's exactly what I was going to yeah. say. Mm-hmm. No, that he he could have maybe convinced everybody that he didn't kill JFK. Yeah. Wouldn't that mean that he's less of a threat then? Yeah, yeah. That's true. I mean, I, I don't know. Hmm. But I, also, what I, what I wanted to say earlier exactly. was... Exactly. They still think he killed the president. Yeah, exactly. So now That's he's right. a wanted fugitive who killed a president. <laughs> and tried to kill another president. Oh, yeah. He's killed... Yeah. <laughs> but I feel like this movie gets more credit than it should. Uh-huh. Not to say it's bad. It's not. People praying, praising Brian Singer for like reinvigorating the franchise, but this is built off the back of First Class mm-hmm. and the Wolverine, right? Right. X Three and um, Origins buried this franchise, right? <laughs> Boy, did that. Brian Singer did not bring it back. Matthew Vaughn brought it back, uh, yep. right? Mm-hmm. With an amazing X Men film, which I still think is the best X Men yep. film. Mm-hmm. I don't care what you say, Mason. Sorry. Steady on, mate. And not to say Brian Singer didn't make a great movie, but he didn't assemble the first class cast. Mm-hmm. He didn't cast Jennifer Lawrence and James McAvoy and Michael Fassbender and make that amazing movie. Because mm-hmm. this movie doesn't work without that movie. That's very Everything true. we know about those characters. And the reason now these younger characters are going to take over the franchise, that is not Brian Singer's work. Again, I'm not saying it's bad, but I'm saying this franchise was already reinvigorated, mm-hmm. I feel, before this movie. Right. So Even though people didn't notice as much. Do you think this is a step down then? No, not okay. at all. I think it's it just kind of continues along. Mm. What do you think? Okay. No, I see your point there. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm. You're right. I think it is a fun romp. Yeah. It's more, uh, yeah. It's a fun romp. We, we rebooted everything. Let's just start again. Let's do it again. Yeah. Did, you, did you like that at the end though? I, we briefly touched on it. How everybody's back. I'm glad. I'm glad James Marsden is back. Yeah, me I too. I enjoy his work. Yeah, me yeah. too. Mm-hmm. I mean, they probably won't use him again, but... He'll probably get killed again straight away. <laughs> Wouldn't that be good? Yeah. Apocalypse just knocks his head off. <laughs> I re- How good was it, though, to see Kelsey Grammer? As, yeah, as Beast again. I did not good. know he was in this. Yeah, me neither. But it was all over the internet. Apparently, everybody knew this, but I didn't know that. Neither it was great. I, yeah. So it was really, really cool. And he was all... <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, yeah, I've also got here, Mason. I've got questions from... Ma- oh, is there anything else you want to say? We are going to talk post-credits and whatever. Okay, no. No, I think that's it. Cool. I think generally speaking, as soon as a thought comes to me, I'll just say it. Yeah, go for it. As usual. Well, these might raise some thoughts, Mason. Okay, I'm ready. So these are questions for me. Yes. From from you? Well, one's from Zeke Smith and the rest are from me. And just things I've picked up on the internet. Okay, right. Concerning Star Wars Episode 2, when... Wait a second. (laughs) Okay, this is from Zeke. Uh, the use of Mystique's DNA allows the future Sentinels to adapt to mutant powers. Mm-hmm. That's not consistent with her actual powers, he's saying. Does that make sense? No. <laughs> but I had a question about the Sentinels. Sure. I'm going to hit your question. Oh, we should, with a question. should talk about the Sentinels. Yeah. yeah. Where did they go between 1973? That, I had, that was one of my questions yeah. for Mason. Yeah. Yeah. Where did they go between 1973 and the future? Well, we saw one of their heads in the danger room. Okay, so my my thinking is if we're gonna we're gonna fix this, yep. Maybe. I mean, it's weird that they don't get mentioned. Yes, yeah. <laughs> certainly. But maybe they were you. This is this is in the this is in the days of future past continuity. This isn't the reset continuity. Mm. So in the reset continuity, Bolivar Trask isn't killed. No, and the Sentinel project is cancelled. Yes. mainly because it went crazy because Magneto used it to attempt to kill everybody. Apparently, he can reprogram things as well. No, didn't doesn't he just 
pull up a whole bunch of... Um, I thought he changed all the circuitry because they, they were like targeting... That's actually a really good point. Yeah. I mean, maybe, don't I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so go on. Yeah. Um, I guess in the... So in the, in the reset continuity, the project fails and yeah. they just I guess they all get destroyed. Yeah. But in the original one, the X Men one, two, three, the first class yeah. universe. Yeah. Uh they're built. Mm-hmm. Trask is killed. Yes. And I guess they just maybe use them in skirmishes or something like that. Like <laughs> yeah. like minor little things and they're sort of in the background or maybe they're yeah. used occasionally but the project keeps moving. Well I guess maybe they're they're not as successful as they need to be. Right. And that's and that's only when they got to the point where they can replicate powers or whatever. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah. I mean I I'm just guessing, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. They just didn't think of it. Right. That's that's basically the only real what are, gonna, what are we gonna do with these? Uh, you know. Just <laughs> Have a serve coffee in the White House yeah, commissary. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, I I loved um the future Sentinels. I know people don't love the look or whatever, but they are terrifying. Mm-hmm. And they can just wipe out a team of X Men. Yeah, yeah, like it's nothing. Right, and they can adapt on the fly and 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 whatever. The the past ones though, not not as threatening. No, and not only because Magneto um could control them or whatever, but uh-huh. they they just weren't. They were super fun looking though. Yeah, are you sure. Yeah, they had I'm a fun seventy like, style. They did. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Did you like the future, future ones? The way they kind of like could turn into Colossus and whatever. Absolutely, no. I did. Yeah, yeah. That mm-hmm. was cool. Yeah. Is that yeah. one of my? Is that one of the questions? No, that was <laughs> okay. just right. general thoughts. But uh, yeah, so Mystique, as we know, can replicate people, but uh-huh. not like we see in um, the first X Men. She replicates Wolverine's claws, and he just cuts and them just off. cuts right through. Yeah, them. yeah. Mm-hmm. So they shouldn't have like the metal skin or the diamond skin right. which they can do. So Zeke's right, I think. He's right, uh, but villains don't have to make any sense. <laughs> and again, they've established the rule. All, all, we, all we need to know is that Mystique's DNA enabled them to do that. Yeah. We don't know how many processes were in the middle of that. Okay. It could have been a thousand. Could have been one. Could have been just the one. <laughs> well, hey, if we just turn it to the left. Oh, we can do it now. It's great. <laughs> All right, now we're really good at this science stuff. <laughs> it's uh, Charles Xavier, right? Is yes. a question. He was a telepath since he was what nine or ten. Yeah. Why is he suddenly not okay with being a telepath and he can't handle it when he had a real good grasp of those powers? It's a real good point, actually. Yeah. Uh, Emotional breakdown. Probably. Probably <laughs> that bullet in his spine. Probably, probably did it. <laughs> sure. How about this one? So Magneto, they think. Uh, Why is it mm. that in the closing sequence of X-Men First Class... Yeah. Like, pre- previously, people are shooting at Magneto or whatever, and he's just stopping the bullets. Yeah. Why in why at the end is he deflecting the bullets? <laughs> Completely unnecessary. He could have just stopped them. <laughs> Professor X would have been fine. Doesn't look as cool, though, does yeah, it? Yeah, it's actually a really good point. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, on the topic of Magneto, though... Uh-huh. Magnets. Magnets. He's got magnets yes. in his pockets. What? Oh, That's okay. how he does it. Oh, good. Thank yeah. you. Another question, though. Yep. I think he killed Kennedy indirectly, right? Uh-huh. He says that he tried to stop the Kennedy assassination yep. and then he was taken down. I think that he curved the bullet accidentally and it hit Kennedy. Oh, interesting. Because he would have... Why else a- would the bullet have curved? Exactly. Yeah. There's a whole thing about the bent bullet conspiracy or whatever. Uh-huh. So that bullet was going to miss Kennedy yeah. and he curved it into he definitely, his head. Well, I mean, in this, in this universe... There definitely was a curved bullet. Yes. Um, There's a whole lot of viral stuff about it as well. There's the bent bullet conspiracy. Do you mean in real life? Yeah, like if you... No, the viral stuff about this movie. Oh, right, Where right, it's like okay. the bent bullet oh, conspiracy. Oh, interesting. Okay, it's called... Yeah. I mean, in relation to the X-Men movies. Though, okay, so. right, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it does seem like he killed him, doesn't it? 
Because otherwise, why would the bullet bend? Yeah, exactly. Surely the bullet... The only reason for a bullet, the bullet to bend, is if he was defl- like if if he was killed with a straight bullet, that would have meant he failed. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. Yeah. Yes. If he'd if the bullet had missed, and the conspiracy theorists had gone, oh, the bullet bent in its flight path, then he would have had a hand in saving him. Yes. But since the bullet bent and he was killed, Magneto did kill him. You're right. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Okay. Good point. <laughs> Ah, the best. Yeah. All right. It's weird they keep changing. In Watchmen. Yeah. In the movie, it was clearly implied that... Well, it wasn't implied. It was flat out shown. It was shown. shown. It was flat out shown that the comedian killed Kennedy. Yes. In the original comic books, it's it's very heavily implied he had something to do with it. Oh, okay. But in the before Watchmen, he's somewhere else when the assassination takes place. Oh. Okay. So he definitely didn't do it. That's weird. I know, right? Fair enough. Odd. I would ask, on the topic of Magneto, though. Yes. Uh, when Matthew Vaughn was going to make this movie, mm-hmm. after First Class came out, he said, look, I've got a great idea for an opening scene for the next X-Men movie, uh-huh. which was going to be this. Dance sequence. <laughs> and that basically, he was going to do the Kennedy assassination uh-huh. with Magneto killing the president. Interesting. Of course, I think they went, though, we can't have a guy who's supposed to be sympathetic kill one of the most popular presidents of all time. Right. So they changed it to, he accidentally killed the president. Right. <laughs> That's true. Logically, there's no way out of this. You're right. Yeah. You have, yeah. Mm-hmm. Did it. Yeah. Another question. What's with Cyclops's future glasses? Was that a joke? I'll address that in a second. Yes. Uh, I was going to say, it's, it's odd when you have a character who's supposed to be a villain and then they acquire sort of heroic qualities, especially during... Uh, like the X, like Magneto. Sure. Like now he's he's sort of he's in many ways a hero. Like he's a conflicted kind of anti-hero kind yeah. of character. I was thinking about the Mortal Kombat games. Okay. Sub, no, Sub Zero. Yeah. He the so in in the first Mortal Kombat there's two there's two ninjas. Yes. There's three, but whatever. There's two Sub Zero and Scorpion, right? Yeah. And Sub Zero. We're talking Mortal Kombat movie. We're talking Mortal Kombat the web series. We're talking Mortal Kombat on Game Boy Color. Collectible card game. Okay. No, we're talking about the we're talking about the the movie. Sure. Uh, we're talking about the video game, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, Sub Zero killed a man and his family. Yes. And then that man ended up in like the underworld. Yes. And then he like he made a deal with some sort of devil to come back. Yeah. As Scorpion, and that's why he's yellow. Yes. Because he's Sub Zero. He, he looks exactly like Sub Zero, but he's saying that Sub Zero is a coward. Yeah. That's why he wears the yellow, right? Oh. And so originally, really? yeah. So. Well, that was the original storyline. Like, yeah. Scorpion's back for revenge. Yeah. But then after a while, Sub-Zero became sort of the default most popular character. Well, this the Sub-Zero in, Sub- in Mortal Kombat 2 is his Sub-Zero's brother. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> anyway, the point is... You can cut all this out, it's fine. No! All right. Um, but, like, many years later, they're, they're like, well, he's the most popular character. We can't have him be, like, someone who murders your family. Yeah. So we have to change it. So they got Quan Chi. Yeah. Like the shapeshifter. And they were like, well, he pretended to be Sub-Zero and then he killed Scorpion's family. Because they were like, well, let's let's make it so he's a good guy now. Yeah, well, isn't Goro a good guy now as well? Yeah, probably, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. But also, Freddy Krueger's a playable character now. <laughs> and he's a child blaster. So they don't know what they're doing, right? That's right. Weird. They don't. Yeah. Basically, though, Magneto... Kill the guy. Yeah. Kill, sorry, the president. Yes. Not just a guy. Whoops. <laughs> anyway, what's with Cyclops is... Yeah, they're weird, aren't they? Yeah. They're much weirder than his previous glasses. <laughs> they're like... I don't know it's the future. It's 10 years from now. But that will never be a look. Never be a look. People would... 
Like even though like he, he always used to have like he had his visor and yeah. then he had like his kind of Oakley sunglasses. Yeah. Which were not cool. No. But you'd be like, there's a guy wearing some sunglasses. But in this you'd be like, why is that guy wearing a future visor? Is he going to a Gary Newman concert? What's is going he on? related to Geordie LaFour? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. Dumb. How much gold pressed latinum did that cost, those glasses? <laughs> but yeah. Got another question, Mason. I'm ready. Um, the Walkman was invented in 1973. The Walkman. Did, the Walkman. Uh-huh. Where did Quicksilver get a Walkman from? Stole it. But it was this was set in the late 70s. 78. Hang on. When was the Walkman invented? 73. But it was set in 73. No, it was set in 78. Was it? It was after the Vietnam War. Wasn't it? So what's your point? My point is, where did you get the Walkman? We well, bought it. <laughs> you said it was invented in 73. Wait, Sorry. I'm going to start again. Okay. This movie was set in 1973. You are right. Correct. The Walkman was invented in 78. Oh. I'm an idiot. Right. Where'd you get it? And then I, and I just thought to myself, then maybe you stole the prototype. There you go. <laughs> bingo. You're going to count that one as a win to you? Yes. Okay. I did the bingo hands. You I? did. Yeah. You did. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've got any more. Um, got you on a technical. Well, I've got Zav- why Xavier alive. We talked about that. I got here. Uh, where are the Sentinels? All that time we talked about that. How about this question? Did you like it how... <laughs> Did you like... I like how this is opinion-based, this last question. Okay, I'm ready. <laughs> Do you like how at the end Magneto lifted a big thing, echoing Superman lifting a big thing in Superman Returns? Yes, I did. <laughs> I actually thought of that earlier when you, were, when you were talking about lifting a big thing. Oh, really? Like a climax of somebody lifting a big thing. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like I gave that away then. Mm, Damn yeah. it. Let's talk post-credits, Mason. Okay. Apocalypse. Yep. Now... If nobody, if you watched that not knowing anything about the X Men, would that yeah. be a very confusing scene? Yeah, because they don't say it's set in the past. Nope. Like we see him building the pyra- a pyramid. Yeah. But that he could just be building a pyramid just over there. <laughs> oh, he is over there. Yeah. Should, see. Uh, should we stop him? Yeah. He could be in a weird religious cult. Yep. In the present. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. I think it is implied to be in the past. Yeah. No. It, yeah. I mean. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. He looked like Blue Michael Sarah. Correct. Mm. A lot of people said, who was, who was that woman? Oh, really? Like some people who don't know the X-Men yeah. said to me, who was that woman? Uh. But it's just an, a, a younger man. Because only women wear cloaks? Is that? That's probably it, yeah. Okay. And because he had a shaved head, like women, you know? <laughs> like women. Like women generally. Yeah. Now, they basically said, though, oh, I had one more question for okay. you, Mason. It's too late. All right, we'll come back okay. to no, it. I'll ahead. save it's this fine. for after we talk about Apocalypse. Okay, right. Now, I, I asked you prior to this show, yep. I said, Mason... Can you talk about Apocalypse and tell the listeners about Apocalypse? Uh-huh. And you said, yeah. I did say that. I was very enthusiastic <laughs> in that in that way. Sure. Yeah. Uh-huh. I feel like you got a better grasp on it than I did, than uh-huh. I do. You read of that big era of comics in the 90s I did, with Apocalypse, yeah. And, yeah, I, yeah. and I did not because mm-hmm. I was too busy, uh, no, 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 collecting Super Mario Brothers, the movie cards. Great. Which I did collect. <laughs> I still have them somewhere. You still have all the gum too. You know the weird thing is though? You made I'm, a Cooper out of <laughs> chewing gum. Yes? I've never seen that movie. And yet you have all the cards. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Do you want to see it? No. Don't see it. I've seen bits of it. Right. Anyway. Mm. Okay, go. what was your question? <laughs> yeah, Apocalypse. Something about Apocalypse. Yeah, what's you going know? on? Didn't you play Marvel vs. Capcom? Yeah, I actually have a copy of that. X-Men vs. Street Fighter? Yeah, look, I, with those games though, I, I know they're beloved and whatever. I find them incredibly complicated. And at one point when I play them, the whole screen flashes uh-huh. and I die. Yep. And I don't know what happened. And sometimes I'm fighting a guy who's half the size of the screen. Yep. That was that the, the X-Men vs. Street Fighter, the first Marvel vs. Capcom, those ones. V. Marvel Superheroes vs. Wait. 
Doesn't matter. Anyway, there's a whole bunch of them. Yeah. Uh, they're, the, they're your classic button mashes. Okay. Your dilemma there was you paused briefly. What you should have done is just swung the joystick wildly and smashed all the buttons and you would have won. I thought there was skill I won many a battle back in the day oh, against really? people just, just, just smashing all them buttons. Oh, but I thought people were like counting frames because the experts do that. Oh, right. They know precisely where Not to stand. Not on my turf. <laughs> Yeah, that's probably what the experts do, but ugh. anybody if I look if I were to ever be in an arcade and start a match with somebody like that, I'd just walk away. Like frame one. Like they'd I'd see him twitch and hit me and I'd be like, I'm done. Do whatever you want. You're just gonna hand the victory. Yeah. You'd rather that. Yeah, yeah. Kill cool. Mm. Now Apocalypse, of course, he's um they could say he's the, the oldest mutant. But he's oh. not the oldest mutant, is he? There's another one called Celine, I think is older. Is that okay, right? Okay, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I might but be she's wrong. not very impressive. So. No, well that's right, exactly. She's not. Mm. Apocalypse. He's got yeah. a much better name as well. Yeah, totally. So. Celine. <laughs> and also I don't really know anything about Celine. Okay, so. cool. Yeah. Well, Bruce, that's your topic for next week. Oh good. <laughs> All about Celine. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, well, what do you want to know? Give me, I'm not, I'm not going to read off a thing. No, Just of course give not. Me, give me some questions okay, about what, what, what are his, What are his origins? What are his powers? Oh, uh, okay. Well, uh, he was, he, he, well, like many mutants, he's just a mutant. Yeah. Like that's, he's just, he was, he's born with it. Okay. I mean, you think maybe it's Maybelline, but he's just born with it. <laughs> okay. But he's sort of, it, it's, it's one of those things they're going to have to kind of cut out a lot of the the actual continuity because a lot of it relates to like the Fantastic Four okay. and kind of the Celestials and stuff like that. Like, he he was born under the rule of Rama Tut. Right. There's a, he, he is like a descend, descendant of Reed Richards from the 30th century. Really? Who developed time travel technology. And he's okay. like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go back to ancient Egypt and rule the world. And so he did that. But and I'm going to wear a loincloth and a big headdress. Because that's better? Yeah, because that's than the better. Future? Yeah, better than the future, yeah. Mm, not <laughs> yeah. true. Not at all, no. <laughs> Ridiculous. Do you want to see a picture of Ramatut? Absolutely, there I do. Is. Oh, wow. Nice headdress, right? What's his power, aside from looking like a real dumb prick? <laughs> that's, that's it. You've nailed it. He's just got, you know, all that time travel stuff. Was he... This is a dumb question, uh-huh. and excuse me for not knowing my ancient Egyptian history. Was Ramatut a real guy? I don't think so. Okay, yeah. cool. But he's... Uh, like, Reed Richards has, like, a million parallel universe descendants. Like, Kang the Conqueror. Yeah. Also a version of this guy. Oh, really? A lot of, a lot of time travel, a lot of... A lot of nonsense. Okay. But anyway... Um, so he was born under the reign of this, this Yeah, guy. and eventually he sort of he, he developed these mutant powers, which mm-hmm. are essentially everything, like whatever he wants. Uh, and then he sort of overthrew this guy and acquired some of his technology. And so he's sort of... He's cyborg. He's a, he's a mutant and he's a cyborg. Yeah. And then eventually he finds a, a crashed celestial ship and mm-hmm. they're like the, the sort of demi... Super technological demigods in the Marvel Universe. Yeah. And so he acquires some of their technology. So okay. he's... So a lot of that's got to go, I think. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Is Cable going to be in Apocalypse? Well, the thing is, though, because Apocalypse it involves zero time travel. Yep. So you cannot put Cable in it unless it's young Cable. Yeah, yeah. And Apocalypse will be set in the 80s. Yeah, yeah. So... Okay. There you go. But yeah, essentially Apocalypse's powers are... For whatever reason, despite the fact that he's the first mutant, and so his mm. powers really should Celine's be like... Celine's the first mutant, Mason. Sorry. <laughs> Shut up. Anyway... Despite the fact that he's the second mutant and his power should be largely like unimpressive. Yeah. Like it should be just like he can like he's got an extra joint in his thumb knuckle or yeah, something like that. Because yeah, sure. that's that would the first mutant. Why would it be the Well it's it's like the first vampire from Blade. Right. You know, where he could do everything right, or whatever. Right. Well Apocalypse is basically complete molecular control over himself, so yeah. he can change size and shape and 
trans, you know, transform and make look make himself look like different people, mm. or he can you know shoot energy blasts, or you know turn invisible, or teleport, or fly, or heaps of other stuff. Okay, just heaps, just was was he a hero in the past? Did he overthrow this this Reed Richards' dad or whatever? I I probably only to serve his own ends. I think he just wanted to rule. Okay, and so he could do that. But he can also like fly by like turning his like legs into jets or whatever like he's he's kind of that sounds like something from the 90s yeah exactly doesn't it like he's like he can do that or he could turn his arm into a helicopter you know or whatever yeah. but see part of that is and he's got like telekinesis and telepathy yeah. and whatever a lot of a lot of that is some of that is probably like the technology part okay yeah so we might have to get rid of a lot of that yeah yeah i think in this he's probably just gonna be have vast telekinetic powers he's a pretty probably. powerful guy yeah he's yeah. just yeah just really, just got a threatening look about him. Yeah, sure. Yeah. What I feel is interesting about this guy, you oh. give all those powers, which is basically every power, yep. to a hero, and yep. nobody cares. Right. Like, that hero's and his exploits fall on deaf ears because you can't relate to him. Right. You give it to a villain, yep. and all of a sudden he's infinitely more, not infinitely more interesting, but he is more interesting because you have to find a way to stop that character. Right, exactly, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, from that perspective, I think that's um, going to be good. So, I'm assuming, though, because of the events of Days of Future Past, something's altered in the timeline, yep. and they've awakened Apocalypse. Yeah, okay, yeah. Is that how that works? Well, I would assume... My assumption about Apocalypse is going to be... That he has vast power. I mean, he probably will have shape shifting and stuff like that. Yeah. I'd say, just not no tech powers. Mm. I would say that his powers are so vast that he exhausts himself or something like that. Okay. And then he has to go into hibernation. Yeah. For X thousands of years or what have you. X Men thousands of years. Thank you. Good. Ah, uh, and and whatever they've done, maybe not even timeline related, but maybe it's just his time to. Yeah. To return to Earth or whatever. Yeah, know, okay. To return from his slumber. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what about these um, these f- uh, four horsemen? Right, okay. Um, and I think we talked about it briefly with Days of Future Past. Yes. Apparently, and I didn't, I missed it. Yeah. You can see the horsemen. You can. In the, do you have a picture? I actually do. Ooh. So there's girl Michael Sarah. Great. And there's the horseman. Oh, yeah, okay. Well, that's that's quite vague. I thought, <laughs> okay, yeah. No, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he he acquires uh, four individuals to do his bidding, and he can sort... In the, in the mutants, normally. Right? Normally but mutants. And he uses his powers and his technology to give them additional, you know, powers and stuff like that. Okay. Like, he takes Angel, yeah. and he gives him... Uh, so if you take someone's fast, he'll make you... Pretty fast. Yeah, real fast. <laughs> oh, real fast. And there's a lot. There's usually a lot of metal involved. Okay. And what it'd be if you if you're fast, it'd make you super fast. But also, you can throw knives. That's probably that's probably what you got. <laughs> and have a gun yeah. belt. You have a gun belt exactly. Like um, in the comic books, Angel loses his wings. They get they get amputated by these yeah. guys, the Marauders, and mm. Apocalypse gives him these metal wings, and where becomes um, which can shoot razors, <laughs> as we've mentioned. Yeah, and he becomes Archangel, and he becomes. Oh, that's how he becomes Archangel. So that's yeah. Archangel's origins. Yeah, yeah, I didn't yeah. Know and that. he becomes. Okay. Uh, I think he's death at some point. Uh, yeah, I believe so. Yeah, and so and, and Wolverine becomes death later on. Yeah. Um. Now that's through brainwashing as well. I yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Or he's like, "Come on, how super fun would this be?" <laughs> you just tell everybody I brainwashed you. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm guessing that maybe the X-Men take out... He's, he's got a few... Maybe he needs to acquire some more horsemen. Yeah. Or he has his existing ones and they're old and weak and the X-Men destroy a couple. Sure. And then he needs a couple more so yeah. he acquires Wolverine yeah. and he gives him the adamantium back. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Well, that would work. Yeah, yeah, totally. Now, Simon Kingberg, uh, the producer on this film, uh-huh. he said that the Apocalypse film, which will be uh, due out May 27th, 2016 said that he's going to be like the darkest leader we've seen in the X-Men universe. So you've got your Professor X and Xavier, uh-huh. who are both 
Well, Professor X and Magneto. Sorry, yeah. Professor X and it's Magneto. It's been a long night. It's your house. for an hour. Yeah. Oh. One's a really good guy. Yep. One accidentally killed the president. Sure. <laughs> but they're not completely evil. Yep. But the Apocalypse turns up going, well, look, you've seen what those guys offer you. I can offer you much, much more. Uh-huh. So that's apparently where the, the whole conflict is, is, okay. is going to stem from. Right. So that's, you know... Something. Also, he likened it to a Roland Emmerich film Ugh. in the sense there's going to be mass destruction. What I like about the X Men films are they don't do mass destruction. Right. Uh-huh. Like they don't need a bit at the end where they smash down a city. Like they you lift a big stadium. That's, sure, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's pretty good. Do what you want. Lift a big stadium. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, hmm. so that's that's what we're that's what we've got to look forward to with the younger cast, which begs the question. Yep. We've seen the future now, right? Uh-huh. With Jean Grey alive and Scott Summers and whatever. Yeah. That means Apocalypse showed up and it wasn't a problem and everybody lived. Yeah, exactly. I see... I didn't know it was set in the 80s. Yeah. My assumption was that we were going to see the, the Jean Grey Cyclops, etc. team, the mm. modern day team, fight Apocalypse, but that's not the case. No. So, yeah, ain't going to be a problem. Great. For either of us. No, certainly not. Yeah, yeah. It's fictional. So there you go. Not real. Now, Mason, I have to confess something. Uh-huh. I wanted to make a video about Apocalypse, mm-hmm. but I didn't want to research it. So I just thought, I'll just do this and put this into a video. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> you, you're good, though. I tell you what. <laughs> I might not do it. I might do the Magneto yeah. kill the president bit. That's probably know. better, <laughs> we'll actually. I mean, this might this was kind of half-assed. There's, you're That's gonna have fine. have a lot of ums and ahs. <laughs> or matter. do a lot of fancy little animations. Sure, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, well said, though. That's enough. That you, that's everything you'd really need to know about Apocalypse, mm-hmm. I would say. Yeah. Anything else? To Loves that? to make a pyramid. He does. Mm, yeah. I thought that pyramid making looked pretty shit, <laughs> to be <laughs> honest. Like, I didn't think it was a great effect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Mm. My brother came out of the film. He sent me a message. Hang on, I'll bring it up. Uh-huh. I can't even find it. Anyway, he said something like, one day I want to walk into a Marvel film and watch the post credit scene and know exactly what's going on. That would be nice. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they are very much... Yeah. Cause he, and he knows stuff about this, yeah, yeah. this stuff, but he's just like, I the don't know The general public is. have learned to stay after the credits, I think. Yeah. But I would say that they would have no idea what's going on. Yeah. Like at the end of, what is it? Is it Iron Man 2? Where yeah. Coulson goes to the desert and he, we see Thor's oh, yeah, yeah. Who would have any idea? Right? Yeah. Because nobody knows who Thor is at that point. No. Yeah. I, I guess the idea is, though, they, they build interest in it yeah, by yeah. people going... Because if you, if you have a post-credit sequence and it's Wolverine and he's, and he's like, I'm going to Japan, mm-hmm. who cares? Yeah. Which is what happened at the end of Wolverine. Correct. One of them, anyway. Mm-hmm. Wolverine Origins, sorry. So, yeah, I guess they do it for that reason. So, people look into it and then they're excited for what's to come. Yep. Do you think this has defeated the Avengers, Mason? Do you think this is the new big thing? No. <laughs> No, you're probably right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but you are excited for the sequel. I'm, I'm actually now that I know it's set in the '80s, there's going to be some big shoulders. It's going to no. be great. I want to see what they do. Yeah. I want to see some future sunglasses. Yeah, I don't care in what era. I just want to see <laughs> just them. future sunglasses. That's it. Mm-hmm. So here's the rating, Mason. Mm-hmm. I rated it worst movie ever on my um YouTube channel uh-huh. as I said because there can only be one best movie ever, and this isn't it. But then again, there can only be one worst movie ever. So. I don't know what I've done there. <laughs> you painted yourself into a corner. I have. You I know think... what we need? We need a gritty reboot. <laughs> I we think need I'm a gonna timeline to... reboot. I think I'm going to have to change it. Not because people hate it. That part I enjoy. Yep. But because I think I am going to just change it to how we do in the podcast. Just best or worst. Yeah, just cool. pick. Anyway, yeah, cool. Anyway, what do you think of it? I'm going to go with best movie ever just to be contrary. Uh, no, I agree. I think it is best movie you ever. You can't agree. I just was contrary. <laughs> 
You're quite contrary, Mason. I know, right? Mm-hmm. But that's what I genuinely think. Okay. Like I said, I thought First Class was better. Mm-hmm. A, a lot of this was built on the back of other stuff. Not to discredit it, because it's pretty good. There we go. Mm. All right, Mason. It's time for what... Oh, wait. One more thing. Yep. Vitri Ibrahim wrote mm-hmm. in. He said, uh, comic geeks like us, and we kind of addressed this, know of who Apocalypse is, but how many people know that his real name is Insabarnur? You know what I mean? Yeah. So there you go. What do you think? Is that a question? Yeah, just a statement. Few people. Yes. Very few people. But I meant to bring that up earlier. Uh-huh. Also, I got a lovely email from Matthew E. Um, he actually included some sad Batman memes, which I know you asked Absolutely, for. Absolutely, I did. Uh, but- thank you for some people who sent them in. Uh, hang on, where are we? I'll find this. Bloody find this. Don't think I won't. I probably won't, to be fair. Oh, uh, Damien Wade sent me one. Yep. Uh, it was Sad Batman meets Sad Keanu <laughs> on a park bench. They'd even drawn his little little Batman legs in. And there's an opposing one, which is the the same version, the the Batman on Batmobile that we saw earlier. Yeah. And Keanu sitting on the hood. <laughs> Real sad, and they're both eating sandwiches. Sad, sad sandwiches. So I enjoy those a lot. Oh, that's amazing. Here we go, Mason. It's from yep. Matthew E. Uh-huh. Sad Batman dancing with Napoleon's Dynamite's girlfriend. Pretty great. That's good. Sad Batman peeing himself in a pool. Oh, come on, Sad Batman. <laughs> sad Batman at a cinema, which is showing Ben Affleck's double feature, Reindeer Games and Daredevil. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty great. There you go. Sad Batman. Oh, but he had a question as well. Uh-huh. Or oh, a statement. I can't remember. Hang on. Yeah. Uh, who do you think the new the the Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse will be in the next movie? We talked about Wolverine. We talked about Archangel. Anyone else? Uh will they have will they have Angel back? Was he popular? Uh, no, that he had a lot of posters about him. You know, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, uh, Archangel and Wolverine have both been death. Mm. So I'm going to say one of those is an option there. I'm going to say Wolverine because I want to see him get the adamantium back. Okay. I reckon I reckon death and war are kind of interchangeable. Yep. Sure. Like we've had the Hulk as war. Yeah, but we can't use the Hulk, obviously. So I reckon maybe I reckon Archangel and Wolverine are probably Death and War. Okay, yeah, yeah. Gambit's also been Death, but Gambit was not popular. But he's coming back. Oh, is he? We're, okay. We, remember we talked about it, Channing Tatum's. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, boy, famine. Who do you reckon for famine? Sunfire's been famine. Okay, so that's an option. Yeah, you could really you know crisp up them crops. You know, <laughs> so you can't can't eat them. That could be the tagline of this show. Crisp up, crisp up them crops. <laughs> Hashtag a crisp up a dem crops. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. So famine probably sunfire. Pest. Uh, Mister Sinister's been pestilence. Okay, but we haven't. Are we going to see Mister Sinister? Not to my knowledge. Okay. Not to say there isn't. Yeah, yeah. Because Mister Sinister is a creation of Apocalypse, so oh, we might okay. see him there. Maybe. Yeah. There is a character called Plague, who might be pestilence. Sure. But maybe not. I reckon there'll be a couple of generics. Yeah, yeah. See, sure. that's why I feel that there's going to be some existing members mm. of the. The four, four horsemen, there'll be an existing four, and Wolverine maybe takes out maybe one. takes out one or two, yeah, and then he needs replacements. Yeah, I think that's probably how it's going to go. You're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Mason. So the so the second two are just going to be generic. Yeah, good. <laughs> just guys. Well, it's time, Mason. For what we reading, what we gonna read? Theme song. I'm doing the theme. Now I'm going to recommend uh, something fairly obvious. Okay. Just go back it... and read Days of Future Past. Oh, yeah, you can do that. Because it's... I just think... Uh, the reason I reread it, or possibly reread it read it for the first time, I can't remember. Uh-huh. The point well, I knew the story anyway, basically. But um, just to see how it differs from the um hmm. the movies. Now, it's going for like $10 or something on Comic- Comixology at the moment. Oh, that's a bargain. 
Is it? It's from the eighties. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'm just ten bucks is all right. <laughs> okay, fair like if enough. you had to buy that as uh, trade paperback. But th- that story itself is not very long. Like just the bit with the time travel. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. not that long at all. Mm. Long I remember it being longer. I guess because okay. back in the day you'd you'd read it a month at a time. Yeah. I guess, and now you can read it all in ten minutes or whatever. You're right. Ten bucks is crazy. <laughs> Still off the internet, guys. Don't do that. That's it. And Billy Arundel also recommends the TV show Fargo, which is apparently amazing. I've and heard it's also yeah, amazing. Yeah, I really got to watch mm-hmm. that. So yeah. I just I put that in more for myself. Yeah, yeah. Watch that. I'm so behind. I've just I've just put Hannibal on my iPad. I got to watch, oh, I gotta watch first, Hannibal as yeah, well. First season yeah. of Hannibal. Yeah. Was I hear that's like True Detective, but it's every week. And yeah. wacky. Not wacky. Wait, no. Hannibal or Fargo. Hannibal. Okay. Is like True Detective. Like it's super intense. Yeah, yeah. But there's a lot more episodes. Ah. So yeah, yeah. 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 Ah. yeah, but that's on the list. Uh, here's what I'm uh, going to read. And by yep. read, I mean watch on the television. Gotcha. Uh, have a listen to this. You, you, might, you, might be, you might sound excited after this. Sure. Okay, it's called Penny Dreadful. I heard about this. Penny Dreadful. Yeah. Have a listen to this. Explorer Sir Malcolm Murray, American gunslinger Ethan Chandler, and others unite to combat supernatural threats in Victorian London. How good does that sound? That does sound pretty good. And by good, you mean it sounds like like you're extraordinary gentleman. Right? <laughs> and by that, real bad. But I've heard nothing but good things. Me too. So maybe this is done right. Uh, Eva, Eva Green, Green. isn't is it? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. She was good in that movie where she showed all her boobs. All Correct. Of them. Yeah. yeah. No, she's great, Eva Green. We never talked about that. That's not the boobs part. We talked about that. But in 300 Rise of an Empire. Yeah. There's that really rough sex scene. There's that, but it's 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 that movie is oddly progressive, in that nobody ever questions her that she's the leader of the fleet for being a woman. For, but, that That's a, a really woman. good point. Yeah. They say because aren't you Greek? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they never say because you're, you're a woman. woman. Yeah, it's a really good like point. if that if they'd made it out a few years ago, she would have had to deal with that the whole. Film. Yeah, but it's just taken as given. Yeah. Anyway, this um, what series. a great movie. Yeah, yeah. No, really bad. Uh it's fine. Uh, yeah, I've heard nothing but good things about this. And Timothy Dalton's in it. So, <sighs> Love yeah. the Dalt. Mm-hmm, yeah. Even though he's a bit of a Dalt. But he's not Mason. <laughs> no, he's great. He's great. Seems like a nice man. He does. Also, Josh Hartnett is in it. Oh, I like Josh Hartnett. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Glad to see him back. Mm. He's been lying low for a while. Yeah, yeah. He I mean, did that film about an alternate past where guns didn't exist or something. I think you're thinking of the butterfly effect. Yeah, that's it. Anyway, I'm going to watch that. All There's right, only a then. couple episodes out, but it looks super fun. I'm into it. Now, and how got- much worse could it be than... League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Mm. Just that alone. Yeah. Everything you said there makes it infinitely better. Even if it's worse, it's still better. That's very true. Mm-hmm. All right. A few things to get through today, Mason. Uh, yep. Some questions and, and whatnot. And comments. James Berry's wrote, uh, has written in. Now, he said that in, uh, in the comics, the X-Men comics in particular, or the Marvel comics, there's a big double standard. For example. Okay. Human Torch is a hero and a celebrity. But Triage was born with the power to heal others and whatever, uh-huh. and he's a monster. Yep. Why is it that mutants are looked upon as monsters, but Spider-Man... Oh, maybe not. People hate Spider-Man. People do hate Spider-Man. <laughs> like, you know, like uh, Thor's a hero or whatever. And you're not like... The people aren't like, Thor's terrifying and could kill us all. That's true. Hmm. I've, I've got an answer. Okay. Because Johnny Storm is really cool. He's a cool dude, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he's got cool catchphrases. Yeah. No, I agree. I mean, I think that's just the X-Men universe. I mean, it doesn't uh-huh. actually make any logical sense. Yeah, yeah. But it's always been that they're kind of, they're the representative of any kind of uh, of a group with the, which are downtrodden. Yeah. They're a minority. Yeah, exactly. And also, Johnny Storm, white, triage, black. <laughs> and I don't, you know, 
individually that doesn't make much of a difference. But I think the yeah. X Men are supposed to represent various minorities. Yeah, and Johnny Storm represents a blonde white guy. Yeah, jocks, <laughs> jocks. Yeah. yeah, cool jocks. So <laughs> that's probably it. Yeah. But no, yeah, he makes a really good point. Um, he also mentioned that his dog of 14 years uh, was recently put down after a long battle with illness. Oh. And it's, uh, yeah, I know, right? And it's, it's devastating. But he said the show puts a smile on his face. But I know that's not as good as I was having a really awesome dog. So I'm sorry about that. My, if my dog, I love dogs. And I hate it when dogs die. It's the worst thing ever. Mm. It's like losing a family member. Because dogs are part of the family. You know, whenever I see dogs in the park, I know it's not cool to do this, but I just want to run up and like wrestle them. Uh-huh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Don't really care for cats. No. Not because I don't like them, because I feel like I don't know how, like, if I'm going to hold one, it's going to, like, flip out. Like, you know uh, what I mean? You don't know what a cat's going to do. Cat owners and cat lovers, email in and tell James why he's wrong. <laughs> I'm not against cats, It basically. seems like you are, though. Okay, From your words enough. and actions, it seems like you are. Yeah. And he also said, it's good to hear two Melbourne boys becoming so popular with the rest of the world. But he says, he'll disown us the moment we become total pricks like Mel Gibson That's and Russell Crowe. Yep. <laughs> I got my phone ready to go. Awesome. So thanks, James. Uh, yeah, sorry about that. Um, hope everything works out, yeah, man. Same. Yeah. Mm. Think of all the good times you had, though, and you gave that dog an awesome life. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Still sucks. Yeah. Uh, now this is um, this is a couple of questions. Okay. Now I will entertain the first one, and if it's good, I will entertain the second one. All right. Mason, this is from Grayson Smith. Cool mm-hmm. name, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, James, why do I call you Mason instead of Nick? Because your first name is Nick. Um, I always have called you that. Though people call you Meso. Correct. And variations of that. Mm-hmm. that that's just what I know you as. My mum and dad call me Meso. It's weird. <laughs> it's not true. <laughs> I think it's a high school thing. Yeah, okay. Because there's yeah, always yeah. more than one Nick in a room. Sure. But there's very rarely more than one Mason. Yeah, good point. Except for this guy I know called Nick Mason. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Your nemesis. Yeah, my nemesis, yeah. <laughs> well, everybody, as you know, pretty much calls me my last name. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I don't normally get called James. But hey, you'll never know what my last name is, though, Mason. You'll never know. Oh. It's bread butter. Because <laughs> you're from the Harry Potter universe. <laughs> That's is that right. Uh, third, he lives in the US and he's going to his debate national tournaments uh, next week. That's actually last week because he uh-huh. sent this on Sunday. And he has a good shot at winning it. And he wants a shout out. Shout out. Shout we out. Hope you good won luck. If you didn't. Time travel. Good luck. <laughs> so yeah, I hope I'm that gonna went send well, my, I'm going to send my good luck back in time. Using my previously unrevealed powers to send good luck back in time. Sure. I feel like debating is something I should have done at school instead of doing literally no extracurricular activities at all and passing through my school like I was a ghost leaving no impact. You played a lot of video games though. I sure did. Yeah, cool. You got a badge for it. Yeah. Now, Ryan E, or Ryan E. Gosling, as you called him, Mason. Mm -hmm, Sure. You want to know uh, of our opinion on a plot he found in Marvel movies. So, no prize this, Mason. You fuck. Wow. Spider-Man declines money from um, Harry Osborn in The Amazing Spider-Man 2, uh-huh. right? He's like, yep. I don't need your money. But it turns out he does need his money because Aunt May's working really hard for the man. Yep. Do you think he should have just taken that money? I do. You can't... That's, this, this, is not, this is not no prize applicable, I don't think. Okay, sure. He should have. Yeah. I mean, he's an idiot. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of stuff he should have done in that film. Again, he should have said, okay, here is some blood. Test it before you stick it in yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Don't be an idiot. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I could have AIDS. You don't know. Yeah, I got spider AIDS. <laughs> I got arachna AIDS. Yeah. Mm. So there you go, Ryan. Yeah. You should have taken that money. You're right. Yeah, he's right. Sweet, sweet dollars. Yeah. Uh Brett H- Hannah wants to know how uh did we meet? 
Um, you're you were a friend of my brother's, correct? That's yeah, true. And then we and just... now you're better. I discovered you were better. <laughs> so he's out and you're in. Well, you know, th- th- things change over time, Mason. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My brother's got kids. Yeah. He, hasn't got, he hasn't got time to do this nonsense. Correct. He's got like real things to do. Uh-huh. He's got like a proper job and stuff. Yeah, yeah. He's a firefighter. He's like a proper guy. Yeah. With like a house and a family. We're just hotshot lawyers. <laughs> what are we going to... Who are we going to help? Besides sexy dames in trouble, you know? <laughs> yeah, and he wants to know also how did uh, we become the official podcast of comicbookmovie.com? There's a really, it's a really good, interesting story, actually. Uh, Jim Little, who runs the site, who's stepping down at the moment, just temporarily, um, another guy called Am Nates. I the new CEO? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Not stepping down, he's stepping away. He's a 50% owner with another guy, or part owner with another guy called Nate. So Nate's taking this over. This story isn't that interesting. Well, Mason, let me so get far. to the interesting part. Okay. I thought for a while I wanted to do a podcast, and I just emailed Jim, and I said, Jim, I'm thinking of doing a podcast. Do you mind if I do it? And I called the official podcast of Comic Book Movie. And he said, sure, if you do it every week and it's consistent, whatever. Right. And then one time he emailed and said, hey, good job on the podcast. And he might hate it. And he probably doesn't listen to it. Absolutely. But what a great story. Yeah. <laughs> also, he'd love... That's uh, a secret origin. <laughs> yeah. I told you it was a good story, Mason. Mm-hmm. Also, if you could have one last request, he'd love for Mason to call him an asshole or a dickhead or maybe something more clever if he's up to it. That would make his day. Go for it. I'm thinking. I'm formulating. Brett Hanna. More like Daryl Hanna. Famous actress from the eighties, you girl. Tell you that. You're probably in some good films. You went for the uh, yeah, the one where she was a giant woman. Was she in Kill Bill? Yes, she's got yeah, her she's eye great. Pulled, she's got her eye pulled yeah, out. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Well, there you go. You went clever. I thought you didn't think I, you got to go clever. I take it back. You're great. You're great in Kill Bill. <laughs> you dickhead. There, I turned it around again. Who knows where I'm going to go? You don't know. Uh, now, Mason, uh, we always love incongruous DVD packs. Oh, yes, we do. Um, I got one sent in from Eli Benning, which is a two-pack of Club Dread and iRobot. Yeah, the best. <laughs> That's pretty great. Speaking of two-pack, it yep. founder or two-puck, mm-hmm. it was revealed earlier this week that his last words were, as he died, as a police officer came up to him, fuck you. <laughs> and then he died. Huh. So, Or did he die? Well, yeah. No, he died. He really died, yeah. He transcended into hologram form, and now he just floats around the world, just appearing at music awards. Yeah. Uh, Clarky, yeah, on Twitter, yeah, he sent one, mm-hmm. and you know what? It's great, but with reservations. Oh, okay. It's from Walmart, mm-hmm. right? It's a three DVD DVD pack, right? It's One Direction, the One Direction documentary, right? A Justin Bieber rise to fame documentary, and then in the middle, Hitler: The Rise of Evil. <laughs> Right, which is great, but like, because it's it's sort of a it's sort it's sort of an anti-Semitism sandwich with like Aryan nation bread, <laughs> sure. which is pretty great. But that's a great name for like a white power band. Yeah, anti-Semitism sandwich. sandwich. Clearly, like I've never been in a Walmart. We don't have them here. No, we don't. But clearly, what has happened is they've got like fifty thousand unsold DVDs up the back. Yeah, and they point to a guy who's on like five bucks an hour, and he's like, package all these in a, in the threes, and he's like. I'll do what I want. And he just, I don't care about this job. And then he's put, put them all together. Right? All together. Like, if this came out in an actual box set. Yeah. And it had three great movies and then the th- those three, um, that would go in the Hall of Fame forever. Yeah. But as it is, that's great. But, you know. Reservations. Can't be the, can't be the winner. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. All right, then. Hmm. Moving it along. Yep. Alex Scott wrote in. He said, what character, a comic book character, do you feel has the best facial hair? 
His vote goes to Deathstroke for his beautifully maintained goatee. Uh-huh. That's fair. Yep. Uh, his real superpower was managing his facial hair. I'd also want to give out to my main man, Jim Gordon, for his lovely moustache. Mm. Um, I've got one. Okay. You got one? I'm going to say Tony Stark, but... I'm gonna say Tony Stark from the seventies. Why is that? He, had, he just he didn't have because nowadays like Robert Downey Jr. has the has the the Tony Stark. Yeah. And the comic book version has like a variation. Yeah. Like he's had a goatee for ages. Yeah. But seventies Tony Stark had like a tweedly little mustache and a perm. <laughs> so because he was like the cool guy, and I guess in the seventies he had a, he had a tweedly mustache yeah. and a perm. So uh, very good point. That's my favorite, probably. Uh, I have to say Egg Foo. Oh, he's got a he's got a tweedly. He mustache. can fight with that mustache. Yeah, absolutely, as well. he can. Yeah, Eggfu is a good one. <laughs> so yeah, mm-hmm. uh, thanks, Alex. Hope that yeah. answers your question. Mm-hmm. Uh, last one. Uh, hey, Nick and James. He says, I know that James is Batman to Nick's Robin and should go first. Wait a second. But I'll be kind and say he's the Tim Drake Robin, the one who wears pants. Now I just want to say in response Relief. to that, I feel like we're both Robin. I don't feel like. Yeah, I was going to say actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we can't take on that mantle. I recently started reading Spider-Man Noir and really enjoyed it. I was wondering about our opinions of the Marvel Noir universe. Uh, please rate it best and worst. What, I've read zero of it. I couldn't tell you. What do you think? They're, they're, it's a mixed bag. Sure. It, aesthetically, I think they look good, but I think a lot of the storylines are quite poor. Okay. But Sp- you'll, you'll know Spider-Man Noir from Shattered Dimensions. Yeah, yeah. They made an appearance in that. Yeah. Uh, pfft. Look, it's okay. More like Spider-Man, nah. Oh, I get it. Yep, that's good. Yep, yep. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Thank you. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah, th- there we go. He also mentions our Dr. McNinja. Now, you've read Dr. McNinja. Sure, absolutely. It's an online uh, webcomic. Uh-huh. Is it still online? I haven't read it for years. No, neither have I. But it's great. Uh-huh. And I, I feel like I should have brought it up on the show earlier. It's great art, great storyline, very funny. Dr. McNinja. What did we mention Wolverine facial hair? He's got incredible facial hair. Oh, yeah. Good, good point. Good chops, I see right? you've got Jerry Butler's facial hair Yeah, absolutely. Well. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I guess it was the obvious choice, I guess. Oh, and um, J. Jonah Jameson. Oh, yeah. He's got a... Sweet little Hitler moustache. He's got a little toothbrush moustache. <laughs> yeah. That's not a Hitler moustache, is it? No. no I shouldn't well. say that. Now, also, he's mentioned a comic book here that I've read, and I know I've read it because you gave me a copy of it. Uh-huh. Um, P.S. I've recently heard there is a Deadpool comic where Deadpool dresses up like Spider-Man. Any ideas if it's real? Thanks. Yes, it is real. Mm-hmm. It's the one, if you want me to talk about it or go ahead go nuts. it's the one where spider-man not spider-man deadpool time travels back to the 1960s spider-man universe uh-huh. and he exists in this bizarre 1960s comic book world and he has a does he have a holographic projectory kind of thing i think he does yeah where mm-hmm. does he does he change himself into peter parker or spider-man or is it both i think it's both i know he spends sends spider-man on a merry chase uh-huh. and he beats the hell out of craven the hunter yep and he's like mocking him and and whatever because he's He's like, what are you, what are you, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> what is this outfit? It's a really good comic. I have yeah. no idea what issue it is, issue yep. it is, or what it's called. But I remember it being a very amusing read, mm-hmm. and that was when I thought Deadpool. I was like, oh my god, I'll never get sick of this character. And then I stopped reading anything Deadpool. Yeah, you sort of burn out on that. Yeah, like, and you kind of He's Deadpool's, fine. I think. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I think that's the show for this week, though, Mason. Mm. Anything. <laughs> Wait, else Green Arrow goatee. Yep. Also pretty good. <laughs> Not the modern one. No. You're talking... You can grow that, though. Oh, yeah. Go on. You're talking sweet, like, Robin Hood goatee. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> Maybe a little pointy at the ends. Great. Uh, are you just looking through comic book movies? Pretty much. Comic book yeah. fashion. <laughs> yeah, it's all pretty uh, good stuff. Oh, anything to add, Mason, before we wrap the show up? Nah. All right. 
quick shout out to the Brute and the Basilisk for their theme songs. Thank Gabriel Bruton and Joseph Lisk mm-hmm. for amazing work, and we appreciate it every week. Mm-hmm. Uh, next week, if you do want to uh, be a part of the show in some capacity, possibly, depends how much time I have to go through them, send in Star Wars stories that you want to see. They can be existing stories. They can be something that you've made up of. Go nuts. I would actually love to hear a lot of those, yeah. so that'd be good. So, yeah, yeah. You're going to go through them, aren't you, and filter them out? Yeah. <laughs> Do heaps of work on this show. Sure. I don't just show up. <laughs> you were very prepared for Apocalypse. Not true. Well, it seemed, you seemed prepared. I seemed prepared. You did. I? Oh, yeah. I was very impressed. Mm. Yeah, yeah. if you want to get in contact with the show, please do at weeklyplanetpod at Gmail, Facebook, and Twitter. My, uh, You can contact me on youtube.com slash Movies or Twitter, Mr. Sunday Movies. You, you are? can find me at Wikipedia Brown on Twitter, and no pressure, but it was my birthday. <laughs> So, you know, do whatever, do whatever you want. Emphasis but, uh, on the was by the time this goes out. It's not his birthday. Don't feel obliged. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners or odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.